Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold. Coming to the ring from parts unknown at a combined weight of 853 pounds, Pickleloaf and Dr. Zong. And James. <laughs> Shitty mood. I am the loaf. With me, Dr. Zom. What's up? And Dr. Good Cage James. <laughs> oh, God. I, 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 hopefully, that's not what I'm known for for the rest of my life. <laughs> Cage. <laughs> Good James. Good James is here. Good James. Bad so, James. Bad James. Blah. Good James. Yay. Good James, uh, American. It, it's fucking hot <laughs> in my house. It's dumb. It's 20 degrees outside. There's ice falling from the sky, and I'm still sweating. My furnace is ridiculous. Uh, nasty and hot. I'm picking my <laughs> nose. That's what happens when you live on Bad Street. Fuck it, man. My nose is like trying to bleed, too. God, it's hot oh. in here. Uh, so it's our 75th show, so we're doing a silver and gold double feature, Daddy. Uh, we're doing The Punisher from 1989 and The Code of Silence. That's a Henry Silva movie. Don't let anybody tell you different. Uh, from 1985. So yeah, since it's a special show and all, we thought we'd bring on a special guest, Daddy. Yeah. And we couldn't get him, so we have good chance. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, what? Yeah. You, couldn't get, you couldn't get Chuck Norris. So, you know. <laughs> couldn't get, well, he's heard <laughs> our show. I thought we were a little too gay. Yeah. <laughs> the show's a little too gay. I was wondering how long it would take before we made a gay joke <laughs> referring to Chuck Norris. We made it officially about two minutes and 40 seconds, so did not oh. take long at all. Yeah, but we did have a couple before we went on air, so. Yes, we did. Preemptive gayness. Chuck Norris is a pitcher. We've we've established that. That way, that makes him not gay. And Monty yeah. Montgomery is also a pitcher, not. Gay. And he's he is sort of a. <laughs> I don't know if he would be considered a bear or he's not an otter because I don't think he's young enough to be an otter. But he's pretty. He's kind of small. But he's a furry little muskrat. Yeah. 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 He's surprised. So uh, I love watching him with his shirt off doing karate. <laughs> Skype sounds like shit, so it should be a good day. Um, All right. Yeah. So, how's everybody's week? I know James, you're sitting in a cold room right now, right? Yeah, I'm in Siberia right now. So, <laughs> James is too cold. Loaf yeah. is too hot, and I am just right. Just right. <laughs> yep. Everybody sounds like they're talking with a sock in their mouth because Skype sucks assholes. Did you say sock or cock? Yes, cock. and uh, <laughs> a cock-covered sock. Wait, no, other way around. Take that, Chuck. <laughs> um, Zom, how was Roddy, your week? Butt fucker, huh? What? Uh, how was my week? Yeah. 
Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> um, I just went in our in the interim um, of whatever was going on <laughs> that caused a like two hour delay, uh, which was two hours. I could have been sleeping. Thank you. You're not. You're now, not working I'm, the night. Shut the hell up. No, I'm, I'm wide awake now. Though when I first woke up, Jesus Christ, talk about heroin addiction. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I had to go to the post office, and I got a new pair of boots in the mail, and they're awesome. They feel like butter on my feet. Um, they are – what are these things called? And they're just in time for the snow because they're waterproof. They are keen hybrid life. Create, play, and care. It's a way of life. We call it hybrid life. You know, so I don't know what that means, but there's some French stuff on the box too. Somebody, somebody at work was telling me I should get a pair of those sho- of the shoes they make that they. Dude, they're they're, they're like they're they're fucking waterproof boots, uh-huh. but I feel like I have a fucking pair of tennis shoes on, and that's what I like. I need a pair. I see. I need a new pair of supportive shoes because I'm slowly crippling myself standing at work. Yeah. Uh, I'm having hip and, and back problems the last three we'll weeks. Have to that, start support hose. I think that's I think that's what's making me in a bad mood because my back has been hurting for like two weeks straight. Should get a massage. I can't afford that. Well, we just have paid. your wife give you a fucking massage. Yeah, yeah. a happy That's, ending too. You, you remember that? Yeah. You remember the Seinfeld episode where he dated the the th- massage therapist and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing she wanted to do. Well, my wife has to like rub facials and stuff all day. So yeah, but I mean, do one of those um, ones that you get like in fucking Thailand, where they <laughs> the girl just takes like soapy soap foam and soapy right. water, puts it all over you, and then just jumps on top of you naked and just kind of rubs around. <laughs> Your back might hurt the next day, but. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, you know what? You're married to her. You get somebody else to do it. Get, get <laughs> yeah. Mikey to do it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, um, I got I got a bunch of DVDs in the mail, and when I was just at the Walmart, I made a mistake. Yeah. Because first of all, I thought, ah, hell, it's not bad out. Until I went around this turn from a stop sign, from a dead stop, and I almost uh, slid in the guardrail. Uh, and um. But I went and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go buy fucking Universal Soldier on DVD because I haven't bought it yet. Uh, Day of Reckoning. Right. And I went in and I didn't. There was no Blu-ray, so I thought, well, shit, they didn't put it out on Blu-ray. So I just bought it for like fourteen ninety-five at the Walmart. Come home and I subscribe to Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. Uh, their updates and stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so they posted a picture of Jean-Claude or some – I can't remember what the picture was. And I put down something about, you know, I wish it was – the unrated version was out, and I wish it was in Blu-ray. And this guy comes right back and says, it is out in Blu-ray. Yeah. I posted a picture yesterday on the group of the Blu-ray that I got in the mail. Look yeah. at that group. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I got the uh, – I have the um, – um, Receipt. So I'll take that. Well, you know what? Somebody might get this one in the contest. Oh, look out! Ooh. So, but um, I don't know. Uh, I have a feeling that the contest winner might be going overseas. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, there's a very. I mean, there's only. Well, have we gotten any more entries so far? I haven't. I have not listened. I've only listened to one voicemail this week, and it was not an entry. Um, so I'm not sure. But just from. Look, I think I was just looking. You know, I can't remember what, why. If I was just looking at the for the Blu-ray thing or something on Amazon, which I ended up ordering stupidly because you know Jesus Christ, that movie and 
in uh, a, a month will be four dollars. <laughs> So maybe, I, I don't know, I'm just dumb. Um, mm. But I found a movie called The Package that's coming out on Blu-ray starring Stone Cold Steve Austin and Dolph Lundgren. Yes. <laughs> and on top of that, another joyous occasion that I cannot wait for, probably a lot more than um, than that one, because I think Steve Austin fucking sucks, <laughs> uh, is uh, there's one called um, UFO coming out. Yeah. And Jean Claude Van Damme is in that, and it's a sci-fi. And his hot daughter, yeah, huh? Bianca Bree. His hot daughter. Oh, is that his hot daughter? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. She's born in 1990. We were talking about that right before you got on. Yeah, yeah. She's well. I'll tell you what. His uh, that his wife, that Gladys Portuguese or whatever her name was, <laughs> uh, she she was always fucking smoking hot. Yeah, and uh, you know, good genes. Yes, very good genes. Hopefully, Bianca Bianca doesn't uh, Bianca is that her name? Hopefully, she doesn't develop the forehead lump that her dad has. So. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I got uh, I got some in the mail too. Like I said, I posted those pictures. I, I got uh, the um, I finally got my uh, Lone Wolf and Cub set on Blu-ray. I still haven't gotten a chance to check it out and see if it's as shitty looking as everybody says. But I have a feeling. I watch fucking VHS on a flat screen TV. I have a feeling that it's going to look fine to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I don't even have a 1080 television. So, you know, when I, I guess blue, I, the, what I use Blu-rays for right now is not like picture quality, sound, that kind of thing. I get the Blu-rays that are going to have, I mean, if I can get a new one, I might as well just get it on Blu-ray if it's about the same price. Yeah. Um, but oh. if it has like different, a different set of extra features or if they can just, they can fit a lot more shit on a Blu-ray. So oh, yeah. if, a, if a DVD comes out, it's like three discs, but they can fit it all on one Blu-ray. I'll get that. That's when I, Dolph's that's when, commentary. Yeah. You know, I told you last week that Dolph does, does commentary on Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning or yeah. uh, uh, Regeneration. He does commentary on uh, Day of Reckoning too. Nice. nice. Wow. He's going to talk more about the movie than he actually did in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should talk for at least three minutes. Yeah, um, but three minutes for him as slow as he talks. <laughs> like an hour and a half. Like, Stretch like, it out to the length of this one hour and 55 minute extravaganza. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what have you guys been watching lately? Uh, we'll let James. He's the he's the guest of the week. He will uh, let's hear what you've been watching. If you want to share anything, sure. Um, considering Cine Awesome is back up and running, so yeah. we've been watching a lot of films for that. Uh, the one the one we returned with was uh, Masters of the Universe and TMNT. Uh, a little nostalgia uh, factor. Um, loved both of those movies as a kid. Um, only love one now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Lund- I mean, Lundgren was all right as He-Man, but that movie sucks a big dick. Yeah. Like, it, it is boring. Boring and fucking Courtney Cox and uh, the guy from Voyager. Uh, terrible. terrible was that our second gay reference? Maybe, may yeah. <laughs> movie sucks a big dick. <laughs> well, it could be a woman, but but yeah, like, well, Franklin Jell is the best part Ew. of the <laughs> well, that picture that's up on silver and gold right now with the mom. Oh man, could you? God, could you imagine if you fucking saw your mom post picture get posted? On, oh my god! Yeah, I, I was just talking about. It. I must. Well, eh, scroll yeah, but, down. You'll find it. 
Okay. <laughs> is it like a one note as soon as I see it? Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's a woman that has got just received on her face, but you've got to read. Oh, the, to come? Yeah, but you got to yeah. read the comments next to it. Oh, I just I just saw the come. No, watch, <laughs> read the comments next to it. It's like, Mom, take this photo down now. Like, like I don't know how it got up there. Oh, there oh, we yeah. go. Okay. <laughs> I said she looks cute. Mom, but this. that's <laughs> fake. <laughs> don't you think? I don't know. I mean, not not the come on her face or anything. <laughs> I just think that the comments and stuff that they but that, that's bullshit. <laughs> it's still funny. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. I fuck her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right by the dryer too, and the dryer right. is that or is that the washing machine? Well, either um, way, you can clean her sweater afterwards. You know, let's stick her head in there and turn it on. <laughs> what? Well, you know, from and then just you know from behind. Whatever. <laughs> Go ahead, Jane. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're off the rails already. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles actually is still really good. Oh, I'm nice. yeah. I'm always surprised with that one. That somebody made a movie about four fucking turtles, <laughs> actually good. And then you know Elias Cateus is great in it with his big package that he's got going on. Yeah. April O'Neil's nipples poking <laughs> through. Ooh. I, I, I was wondering why that movie was a favorite of mine as a kid. Now I know. Yeah, my so, brother. My brother was a huge Turtles fan. I I never got into it as much because I was. It hit right when I was starting like. Right when I got into middle school, so it wasn't cool to like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff at the time. I probably, if right. it hit when I was in high school, I might have ended up liking it after all, but it just hit at a time where it was vital to like only the things that everybody else liked. And so I didn't really get into Turtles all that much. Being Although, a hipster, you rejected it. Yeah, like a hipster in high school, in, co- in middle school, I rejected it. Were you a it. hipster then? No, I wasn't. I, well, I used to, I used to listen to Metallica and I always wore a bat, the same Batman t shirt. So maybe I was a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Um, wow. I I came across. I used to read, or just had a few books, and they were good. Uh, of a black and white comic that was Teenage mm-hmm. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and it, it was done. I mean, it was not funny at all. It was no. hard fucking core. Yeah, the original one, like, East, Eastman and Laird, the guys that created it. It was like it was not a not necessarily a kids comic. Yeah, it kind no. of reminded me of Yusagi Yojimbo. You know, yeah. where the rabbit is the yeah. samurai. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, they they created turtles just to be like they wanted to do something more fun, not fun, but like a more almost cartoony look, but serious like Daredevil, like Frank Miller's yeah. Daredevil run. And that's yeah, they basically did. But it was supposed to be a one shot, and then it became like, oh, we sold out of our first run. Let's the second issue because if you know, like you know, if, if you know, spoiler alert, Shredder dies right away in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry. Like no, like in the first issue or so, whatever it was. Like oh, they yeah. kill him. They they drop. Him. Well, and that's the thing with the turtles movie. Elias Cateus says Casey Jones. He fucking kill. You know, basically goes whoops and like <laughs> slaughters. The sh- you know, while the, the shredders in the friggin' garbage truck. That's funny. Yeah, he's like whoops. I'm like that's not funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but talking about Batman, I finally saw uh, Batman Year One, the cartoon oh, right, movie. Right. Yeah, it's good. I mean. Like, you know, talking about Frank Miller also. I mean, I like the comic book. I wish the movie was like 20 minutes longer because mm-hmm. it, it kind of ends. You're know, like, oh, man, give me another one, please. But luckily, you got The Dark Knight Returns, second part coming out soon, cool. too. So, but uh, <laughs> I think it's out. Uh, I know on iTunes you can, you can get it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Then I'm going to have to get that. Uh, sure. I think you're right. Yeah. I, I saw people like showing pictures of it recently. So, all the, the critics that actually get stuff still. 
Uh, but uh, sort of clean flicks, the documentary about uh, the uh, ultra, you know, Christian or whatever the hell they were, Mormons, or whatever mm-hmm. that cleanup made me angry. I haven't you seen know. That. Oh, it's on Netflix. Um, oh, it's very good. It's very good, but it'll get you fucking angry. Mm. Like that people. Well, and, I mean, now come on, you shouldn't speak for everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like you like the tits and ass and uh, violence cut out of your films. Uh, well, you know, I think it's, I think it can be overdone. See, Dave, Dave, <laughs> Reck- Dave Reckoning would only be at three minutes then. Like, this, um, yeah. this coming from the guy that wants to put the the cum face woman in head in the dryer while he fucks her ass. Well, she deserves it. <laughs> I mean, look at her. I can hold her. <laughs> She does. I mean, look at her face. She's really you think enjoying that she it. She would reject that kind of activity. God damn, it's hot in here. Fuck. I'm looking at Barb- picture of Christy Canyon, and man, it's getting hotter. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ! Well, it'd be like Barbara Boucher, you know, instead yes. of a meat carcass, it'll be like a dryer. <laughs> yeah, bang her head around in there too. Put clothes in there so that, like, you know, a pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, That's not. Um, yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> is that um, a guy, or is that? A, is are we sure that's a girl? We don't know. I. I'm gonna. There's been a lot of lady boy activity on silver and gold lately. <laughs> there, has, there has been, but they've been attractive, so it's okay. Yeah, you know. Uh, different strokes, you know. But <laughs> no, okay. Now let me ask you a question. <laughs> if you had to watch a lady boy video. Is it better if they have a big dick or a small dick? <laughs> you know, you know, I no small dick. No, I go for the opposite. Really, I, I don't want to yeah. feel you know like I have to compare. Yeah. I want to look bigger than them, you know. Yeah. I want a, I want a big old flopper. You want yeah, yeah, because it looks, it look, yeah. If I'm going to be watching that, that's yeah, what you're watching. You're watching a dick in the ass and a one flopping in front of it. <laughs> and if they have a small <laughs> limp dick. Or even if their dick is limp, uh, even if it's big, it just looks like it's like, no, oh, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a sad elephant, you know? Yeah. Uh, a sad elephant. <laughs> My God, um, Bianca Brie is so hot. I'm just looking at all these pictures oh. of her in this red dress. Well, we're coming up to a film that I watched with her in it, too, so it's nice. kind of perfect time. But but we're going to go into another direction with a depressing documentary, uh, How to Survive a Plague. Ooh. It, yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, if I had seen this before the end of the year, it'd probably be in my top ten because it's all about, you know, the gay plague, which was, you know, HIV. You know, mm-hmm. that's how they all called mm-hmm. it. And how they basically had a fight for anyone we're to show. calls it God's will. <laughs> yeah, or as it used to be called, grids back in the day, which is horrible when you think that's the thing was called that grids. Yeah, oh, grids. gay relate. Yeah, gay related. Um, I don't know. So some, if you look up grids, you'll see what it means. But it's mm. very offensive towards gay people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, those are the only people that get it, right? No, I had to explain that to my mom like about a month ago. Oh no! <laughs> like you know, that's not how it happens, right? Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. The CIA created that. The Nazis actually, these Nazi doctors created that, <laughs> and then they turned it loose on... It's like, um, mm. you know what they say the other day, that the Nazis created, and... Um, oh, Lyme disease. Really? Lyme, there, there's some kind of uh, a 
research place in like maybe Maine or something. Uh, and that's where the first case of Lyme disease was uh, happened. And coincidentally, that's where like a lot of German scientists that we got after World War II uh, were creating these this uh, like, uh, like uh, what do you call it uh, germ warfare and shit like that. Oh, wow. And they think that it got out because there was never Lyme disease until then, and just coincidentally happened. Mm. See, I heard Jesse Ventura talking about that. Oh, <laughs> then it's got to be true. <laughs> yes. Um, the next one I watched to, to cheer me up after a depressing documentary was Assassination Games with Jean-Claude Van Damme, yeah. Bianca Brie, and a little bit of Scott Atkins action. Nice. It, awesome. You know, it, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I'm like, I have to say, no matter what people say, Jean-Claude Van Damme has been doing some good work. Fucking you know, a. Right? Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. care what anyone says. He's good. And Bianca Brie, his daughter, is smoking hot and is a there's some creepy scenes in this one because I didn't know it was his daughter at first and I thought they were going to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I was kind of hoping they... I, and then after I found out, I was really hoping they'd fuck. <laughs> so. You know, God, seriously. <laughs> you know, not my daughter. Right? I mean, it, you know, Close Kinski did it, right? So. Good, good looking. She's good looking. Right. You know, she could just ride on his uh, bump on his head. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. That's the bump on his head is her twin brother. First crickets of the day. Yeah, yeah that was pretty, That was a little over the line. But, uh, good James. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I have to, you know. Far. You know what it is? I can't say these things on Criterion Cast, so, you know. <laughs> Cut loose. Cut loose. Yeah, yeah but, we're a classier show. You can do that kind of thing here. Yeah. But Scott Atkins is really good in it. I mean, I feel bad. People always make fun of him like he has no personality, but he's got he's got moves. So, you know, that's all I give a fuck with yeah. these movies. Like, do I care if he can act, like, really well? As long as he can beat the shit out of people. Hey, let me tell you something. That motherfucker compared to Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> or goddamn Lawrence oh. Olivier. I'll, I'll, agree, I'll agree. Like, much much better. And, I, and you know what's funny? I was happy when I saw Zero Dark Thirty, and he's in it. Yeah, so, I heard that. Scott Atkins getting up there, so it's really good. You know, it's so. Jessica Chastain. He's like, "Where did you shut your fucking mouth?" <laughs> you like, you like the fuck you up, America, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah. Undisputed, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what? But um, what? Oh. What's undisputed? <laughs> No, under- <laughs> that Jessica Chastain uh, <laughs> would look good on the end of my. Fucking donkey dick. <laughs> I'm a small, I mean, it's a small donkey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A burro, right? Burro, burro, whatever. But I wanted more Jean-Claude Van Damme, and sadly on Netflix, there's not much, right. except for uh, Legionnaire, which I didn't want to watch. So I watched uh, Hard Target again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I you've covered it. Can- you've covered it. Buy his DVD so cheap that they just figure, you right. know. I've been doing that. I've been getting all like his like three packs and stuff, four packs. Dude, I got like five Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> DVDs in yes. the mail this week. <laughs> shit, I'm not even fucking lying. No, I. It's great. Like Cyborg. Yeah, some weird shit too that I've I've seen years ago. I need to get double team. That the one with him and um, what's his name? Uh, fucking. Oh, that's the what's it? What, the 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 uh, Hong Kong guy directed that one, right? Which one? Oh, um, Double Team or Knockoff and Double Team, and that the two movies he did with John Claude. Oh, um, 
shit. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. What is one with so, Nick, Sui Hark? I, I, I know I'm saying his name wrong. Oh, but Troy, Troy Hark. Troy Hark. Yeah, Troy Hark. He, those I, are the I, ones where he is in, uh, just to let everyone, everyone know that watches those movies. When you're watching that, you're watching Jean-Claude in full-blown cokehead oh, yeah. addiction <laughs> mode. Uh, exactly, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, then you have Mickey Rourke, who was who was like bottom of the barrel that time too. So, was that the one where where he where did you ever see the one where Mickey Rourke? It's like Die Hard in a fucking mall, and Mickey Rourke is the main. He he is the main guy. He is like uh, uh, John McClane. But Mickey Rourke, this is the first time that he he must have did so many steroids before he did that movie because he's just jacked. And when he does karate scenes in the movie and they're fighting the terrorists, the terrorists who take over a shopping mall for who knows what reason, <laughs> uh, it's Van Damme doing all the fight scenes. And Van Damme's not in the rest of the movie. He just does Mickey Rourke's. He's like Mickey Rourke's. Uh, he probably felt no pain. And and Tr- Danny Trejo is the, the main bad guy. And it sucked dick. I mean, it was fucking horrible. All right. We got James back. Sorry, we lost, we lost you for a second there. Yeah, you know, talking about double team and Mickey Rourke, I guess, uh, yeah, Skyping yeah. him like that. How dare I? <laughs> he was saying, Zom was, say, Zom was saying, maybe James just got tired of of him interrupting you. He just hung up. <laughs> That's one thing about this, the, 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 uh, we, like, with Jake and other people that have been on the show, is um, it's just, it's like a fucking shark tank. <laughs> you, want to comment, you better fuck it. you just got to jump in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. So I'm going to jump into oh, Man's Best Friend. <laughs> <laughs> what? <The> motherfucker. No. <laughs> the cyborg no, dog start, movie? Yeah, well, he's not, you know, it's funny. He's not really a cyborg. He's just, yeah. that's, that's, it, the, the cover is a lie. He's uh, just a dog that's mixed up with a lot of different animals. Oh, I thought I, I thought I remembered him. Maybe I haven't seen that movie. I thought I remembered him, like, having, like, Terminator view. He, well, he does have the turn. I think that's the only thing that they make it look like. He has uh, cyborg okay. vision. But yeah, he pisses acid on people, you know? <laughs> Eats cat's hole. It's great. Nice. I love it. It's Lance Hendrickson acting like a nut as usual. So it's good stuff. And then um, <laughs> I'll run close these run through these. For the hmm? Lance oh. Hendrickson, close personal friend to Justin Oberholzer. Oh, so. ex- ex- exactly. <laughs> you should have asked him about that film. Uh, hmm. But yeah. But then I finally got. I I took the girl I'm dating. I surprised her with a screening of uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. with the actual people in you know in costume. Performing okay. in here in New York City, it was my first time doing it too. I had never done it before, so. But I wasn't uh, pretending. I wasn't going to raise my hand and say, oh, "I'm a virgin." Right, oh, right, no. right. I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to be made a fool out of. Yeah, you know, I've just never I've never been film. to a live show of it. It's fun. I mean, people are lip syncing, yeah. but performing. But the, the there was a girl playing Doctor Frankenfurter, so you know, my heart on was confused. <laughs> Because <laughs> I didn't know she, at first. Would you rather she have a big dick? <laughs> what about balls? balls like low hanging balls? And now let me ask you another question. As far as <laughs> trannies and ladies, okay. Now, is there a difference between a tranny and a lady boy? Uh, no, I don't know. That's no, that's the same thing. I think it is the same thing. It's just lady boys more of a. You know, and is it disappointing hot, hot if they are fully functional but they don't come? What have you been watching this week, Zom? Huh? I said, what have you been watching this week? 
Sasha Heaven. <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> good, yeah, good. good times, good times. Um, um, two other episodes we recorded for uh, Cine Awesome that should be going up soon. One was a Mammoth-inspired one with Glengarry Glenn Ross and Spartan. Nice. And love those films. Especially Glenn, Glengarry Glenn Ross is always fucking great. Coffee's closers only. <laughs> like Alec Baldwin is amazing in that one scene. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And that's and that scene was written specifically with him in mind for the movie version, <laughs> which awesome. is even more mind blowing. It's like, wait, Mamet, you won the Pulitzer for writing this, and now you wrote something even <laughs> more brilliant. Sadly, he's a big time uh, Republican now. So, Mamet, uh, Mamet, yeah, big time. Fuck him. Well, not yeah, definitely not. Uh, definitely not uh, Baldwin. Oh no! Exactly. Oh, yeah, Baldwin yeah, just played one on TV. <laughs> and, you know, and you know, Baldwin got skinny, or he's yeah. lost a lot of weight. He looks good. Yeah, he's looking good again. Yeah. I mean, well, he he's like either married or was he's either dating or finally got married to this fucking young ass yoga instructor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. She trimmed his fat ass down, but the fatter he was, it seemed like the funnier he got. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like yeah. That. That's. Eh, yeah, you know, I, I don't blame him though. He wants to probably run for office in the next few years, so yeah. we'll see. Eh, whatever, you know, Reagan did it. Uh, Jesus Christ, can you imagine if he ran against Stephen Baldwin? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, actually. I don't. Have to well, I don't know if Stephen Baldwin will be able to run for anything because I think he is mm. close to being a convicted felon for right. activation. Yeah, fuck him. He'll, he'll <laughs> hang out with. He'll, he'll hang out with uh, Wesley Snipes in jail. Stupid uh, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, the other episode we recorded was uh, Jimbo and Sanjuro. So uh, class did a little. Uh, cur- oh, cl- yeah, exactly. I'm like, I can't escape Criterion Films, even on Cine Awesome. <laughs> still fucking mm-hmm. doing it. So, so we did those. They're great. I mean, listen to the episode. Yeah, listen to Cine Awesome. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Finally, for the first time in a long time, watched Red Scorpion. So more Lund- Lundgren. I was preparing myself for this episode. Uh, I, I love seen... it. Really, yeah. you haven't seen Red Scorpion? Uh, and it's on. Uh, oh, yes. Isn't it on Netflix Instant? Yeah, it is uh, with a nice HD print too. Wait, I, I, I don't know if I like Young Dolph as mm. much as I like Old. He Dolph. looks like it's... fucking Ricky Schroeder in that movie at times. Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah he looks very young. He's very young in this one too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Punisher. He's got the George Michael look, which we'll get into. So, <laughs> um, but it's Joseph it's, Cito who directed it too. So, now did did what's his face? Uh, uh, the the older dude. What is his name? Oh, um, Ricky Schroeder. Uh, Rick yeah. Schroeder. Rick Schroeder. Did he? Um, did his yelling fucking a get on your nerves like it did the gentleman? Yeah. Oh, it, it actually did because because I was thinking of. Sammy and Will complaining about it. I thought it was funny. Well, I liked. It. I laughed whenever he did it. Fucking you know, hey, yeah, fucking Tommy. <laughs> I hope you fucking die. It's like okay, I get it already. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, it, I, I didn't hate it as much. I, I was yeah. laughing because I was thinking of them complaining about it. <laughs> right, right. So, so um, but um, watched uh, Action Jackson on HBO Go. Yeah. You know what? Uh, That's the only place I've ever seen a fucking right? widescreen version of that yeah. movie. <laughs> I know. That's. I'm like, wait, why does it look better on on a friggin' streaming service than on DVD? Oh, pan and scan. Ugh. And the the one they have on Netflix, the one they had on Netflix Instant was the fucking. It must have been a DVD rip because it was like yeah. goddamn full screen too. Fucking, you know. And that movie, you know, it looks good. So yeah. I don't, I don't get it. 
I yeah. think it's time for a Carl Weathers resurgence, as far as I I'm think concerned. so, too. So why, isn't he in any, why isn't he in any of the Expendables movies? Yeah, we've talked about that. No, I knew you guys. Black people. <laughs> right. I mean, well, he's got Terry Crews. <laughs> right. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, God. I have, I have tickets to see uh, Bullets of the Head next week. Oof. I don't know I'm about that now. one. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know. Walter well, Hill. What if that bullet I mean, has hair dye in it? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that uh, motherfucker, let me tell you. Now, you know, they said, like, the wrestler Big John Studd, he always wanted to be a giant, and he was, like, six foot, I think, eight or nine. And so he started taking human growth hormone. And he literally, I mean, once you reach a certain age, you don't grow in height. And right. once you get, like, to a certain, a very early age, your skull stops growing. Your bones, you know, your your, and he like he grew like two inches in height in his mid thirties, and they even measured, and his eye his eyes actually got further apart. Yikes! Because oh, his skull God. grew from taking that growth hormone. Because it's almost like people that have acromegaly, mm-hmm. th- right. Their bodies continue to grow until they, you know, they die relatively early. Well, right. that's what I think is going on with Stallone. His face looks kind of fucking weird and it, bloated it does. And, yeah. and distorted. And I think, honest to God, I think that's why he wears that goatee now. We're going to get a nasty phone call over this, you know. Uh, I, I hope so. Yeah. Stallone, you know. I'm pretty sure he oh, called yeah. in this week, too, but I but doubt it was karaoke. His hair looks stupid. I don't his know hair is very black. Huh? His hair is very black. It looks like it looks like Steven Seagal's hair lately. I think, yeah, I think maybe hair either. I don't think it's. A, I don't know if it's a toupee or a hairpiece like uh, Travolta wears. But I, it, he may have like uh, impl- <laughs> the implant deal. Plugs, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it doesn't look right. No, it doesn't. Uh, I, I mean, that's the thing. When I watch it, like I see the trailer on TV all the time, and I'm just. I, I just can't help but laugh when he's like, I don't, I don't even know the joke he makes. Because uh, I can't understand what he's fucking saying. He's like, he like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's exactly yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, we suck. Wasn't Thomas Jane supposed to be in that movie? That would probably be better. I think he was. I think he was supposed to be with Stallone, and then they fired uh, him because he was white. I think that's what he said, right? right? Didn't he say that because he was white? Well, from his perspective, it was probably because he was white, but from their perspective, it was probably because he was fucking drunk. <laughs> a lot. Sorry, Thomas Jane. We love you. We love you. Um, going into um, bl- you know, black people, um, Dango and Chain, that one. Speaking of black people. Yeah, no, but Dango and Chain, awesome. I mean, I, I yeah. don't understand the hate. It like from a lot of people, like I, I've gotten into so many fights over this film, and I'm like, Who hated f- it? like a lot of people. Well, you got to realize, I'm, I'm because I'm you know considered a critic, you know, with you know stuff, I deal with a lot of snobbish assholes, yeah. and oh, so many people like it sucks. I'll, I'll, the only thing I'll yeah. say bad about it is uh, Tarantino's Australian accent is one of the worst <laughs> I've ever well, that's heard. That's funny because uh, Bad James said it was all it sounded great. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, wow! And he he's... also, yeah, whatever. He also hated Prometheus a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. So fuck him. No. <laughs> I agree. No, nah, we we love no nah, no nah, we love it. we love Bad James. Okay. I like the movie. I just I just think that the 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 
the comedy scene was out of place, which could have cut yes. time. And I thought they should have ended it in the waltz part with him and DiCaprio and then had Django shoot it out right there. They didn't need to add the Tarantino and him leaving and then coming back. It just right, added yeah. on to the length. Yeah, it, yeah. They basically it was a it was a ten inch cock and then he wanted to add another four inches for some reason. It's like no, it's too big now. Come <laughs> yeah. on. What? <laughs> oh, so much so much dong talk this week. Too big. Too big. It's no such thing. You talking about? But uh, <laughs> Zom doesn't um, know any such thing. No. But um, only three more movies in my list. Uh, watch Animal House again because. Yeah, I was feeling like I was feeling like shit the other day, and it was on. I'm like, oh, I'll watch it. Still amazing, and I've met people that have never seen it, so watch it already. I don't understand why. Pe- I think it's all the people that think National Lampoon's movies suck because of the last eighty of them that have come out. Oh yeah, but after fucking, I saw I saw that one with Ryan Reynolds in the theater. Oh Van Wilder, so yeah. did I. I get it. Dog come. Okay, what? I remember when Animal House first came out. And then, okay, what year was what did it come out? Do you remember? It's like um, 77, 78, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, some, well, yeah, and then, I mean, when I went to college in, I think, like, 84, I graduated high school in 84, they were still, people were having fucking toga parties and shit. Wow. <laughs> because of Animal House, even wow. after that, and trying to, like, mimic that, that movie had that much of an impact. Yeah. I mean, th- to me, that's like what people assume the college lifestyle is. So that's why you have so many alcoholics now because of Animal <laughs> yeah. House. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I, I was a drunk in, 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 you know, college. You should also, go to so. Whorehound. I, no, I, if I could afford it, I would. <sighs> I, I should start saving up some pennies. And Just remember the Canadian devil sitting <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Let's have some J&B. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm dreading that, but whatever. But the last two films I watched were for another special episode of uh, Cine Awesome, which are two more Jesse Stone movies. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Jesse Stone series uh, of TV movies with Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another yeah. favorite of, of ours. No, I, <laughs> I, you know you know what's funny, though? These films, fanta- I don't know. I love them all, except for the second one, which has, I think, one of the Baldwins. I think it might be... Uh, Stephen Baldwin was he in that one? All of them except Selleck. Alex. Uh, Selleck is yeah. an actor. He's he's very very charismatic, very likable. Yeah, he is. You see him talking his bullshit. Oh, uh, well, you know, yeah, but that's I, you know that's neither here nor there. Oh no, I, I, I don't yeah. know about his bullshit. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay ignorant on this one. I don't want to know. Yeah, stay yeah, ignorant dude. because it'll yeah. But these are based I'm on a Robert spokesman B. for the NRA. Except oh, when I did thing. commercials for the NRA and I sit <laughs> on their board of directors. Yes, uh, whatever. <laughs> Have you said anything since the whole uh, shootings and stuff? No, right? Yeah, he loves to kill kids. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. No, no. Tom Selleck's probably a nice guy. He, well, maybe not. He's a kind of. I think he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, he, look at. I mean, somebody who would walk around with a mustache like that. How fucking what stupid! A dick. <laughs> I know, what? Well, well, to be honest with you, I've been growing out the mustache because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be like you, love. Because yeah. I'm sick. I'm sick of the clean, the clean upper lip. Plus, you know, you know. my upper lip stays so dirty. <laughs> you know, it's a flavor saver. So, you know, God, we, the... we ran out of plastic spoons at work yesterday and I fucking <laughs> had to drink soup out of a bowl. 
Oh my <laughs> god! It was like I would put the napkin up to my mustache, and the napkin would just be saturated with the soup <laughs> that was just sticking there. I, I had three months of goatee going, and yeah. and it was looking good and everything. And I don't know why. I just get this wild hair up my ass that I was. Well, I yeah, well, you know, let me tell you. I know why I fucked it up this time. So now I'm fucking clean shaven again. Um, I watched uh, Undisputed. And I was like, I want to cut this so it looks like Yuri Boy. <laughs> I tried to bid, and at one time I had it like that, and it looked pretty good. But I fucked it up. I got the Fuck. corners to uh, – it, 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 you have to have the, – the mustache has to come out past the – if you have it right. right at the corners of your mouth, it, uh, for me it looks like shit. Uh, <laughs> I like it for it to be like longer and out further, and I fucked it up. Yeah. Sucks. See, See, what I do is I grow out the whole beard, so I look like a mountain man right now. Mm, and nice. while the must while the mustache is growing, and then I just keep it going. I'm trying to right now. I you know what it is also watching Django Unchained and seeing Christoph Waltz, you yes. know, playing with, his must, oh. playing with his mustache. I'm like, yeah, that's actually cool. That was a nice beard. dude. When I first grew my mustache, I I twisted it so much I made my face fucking sore. Oh, I <laughs> twisted mine fucking so much uh, when when. I grew my goatee out, and I had the mustache real long, and I started getting mustache wax and curling it. I constantly was fucking mm-hmm. at work, twisting and twisting and twisting. But the bad part is, um, if you drink out of a bottle, you're okay. Mm-hmm. And if you drink out of a cup, you better have a fucking straw because it just right. sops in there. <laughs> yep. And then you like you start fucking breaking out. But I will say this, and I want to make this statement right now about <laughs> The Django Unchained. <laughs> the Django. I wish Jamie Foxx would have left his afro big and. Oh, know. like earlier on? Yes, I love that. I, li- I like that look. I wish I. It, I mean, I my pubic hair is real <laughs> bushy right now. But I think it looks. Uh, I, I think that looks cool. It, you know what? Probably, though, it'd probably be hard to fucking jam a cowboy hat down on it. That's, that's probably why. It'd be even better yeah. to get just a slightly smaller one too, and it'd be like kind of tilted off to the side. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought I, I, that looked cool. I, I don't right, know. Right, He's right, right now, Spike, Spike Lee is is uh, recording a very angry voicemail. I don't know. I, I just I have never been a big fan of his. I, I, I the the one movie give or, I give or take. Him, well, I liked him in that one uh, Collateral with Tom Cruise. Cause he yeah, didn't yeah, play, he's great in that. He didn't play, he didn't Jamie. play Jamie Fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, when he plays Jamie Fox, I just yeah. Like uh, yeah. what was the one with um, Jessica Biel and Josh Lucas? Stealth. Uh, uh, yeah. Fuck the duck. Yeah, that movie. That yeah. movie sucks really bad. But but that's all you know. Besides those, because with Jesse Stone, there's been eight movies so far of these Jesus. TV movies. Yeah. So we've covered the first four: Stone Cold, Night Passage. Death in Paradise and Sea Change. So we covered the next two, Thin Ice and No Remorse from 2009 and 2010. And if you want to watch a, a series of films that, these are TV movies, but it's about a guy who is on the edge. He's an alcoholic and in a small town. And he's, he's, he's a great cop, but his ex-wife keeps calling him and making him more depressed. And everyone dies around him. So it's a really dark series. And it's directed by... Um, can't remember the guy's name, but he also directed uh, uh, the Hitcher back in the day. Oh, okay. Was this? Yeah. A, are they based on a series of novels or books or what? Yeah, um, Robert B. Parker, his novels, and he died actually at in 2010. So after the sixth 
TV movie, he died. But they stopped um, basing him on his books. Now I think Tom Selleck writes it with someone else. It's know, not so they, now. This isn't the one that like Medea played. Uh, no, no, not Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the movie that uh, Justin liked because it's so batshit insane? Ugh, oh my god! Justin. I don't know. Anyway. I'm making up stuff right now, but <laughs> that's that's, that's, all, that's all I've been watching. Zom. Oh my god, we're at 45 minutes. Zom, what have you Yay. been, what have you been oh, watching? Yeah. I watched um, To Rome with Love, was Woody Allen movie, uh, and it has uh, Ellen Page and Alec Baldwin. Uh, we just talked about Alec Baldwin. It has uh, Woody Allen and uh, mm, who the fucking... Oh, Jesse Eisenberg is in it. Um, I like this. It was really good. Um, I liked it better than uh, the one with um, Owen Wilson. It, this one's I think is just a lot better. Um, pretty good movie, and a chick would like it. So if you have a chick, she'd like it. Um, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, I watched Identical. Now, this was a straight-to-DVD movie. Uh, this dude, I, guess, I think the guy's name is Jonathan Togo. He's on CSI. Mm-hmm. And he, it's, a, it's based on a true story, well, which could mean anything, but uh, about uh, these guys that are identical twins. And one is a, like a, on the stock exchange, and, uh, and he's a real jerk, real asshole. And the other one is um, kind of a stoner and uh, just kind of flies by the seat of his pants uh, kind of guy. And uh, it's a murder kind of mystery deal. Uh, for straight to DVD, it keeps your attention, but it's y- you can tell. Mm. And there's w- this one chick in it that's the the like the main girl. And Jesus Christ, when you first see her, you're just like, holy fucking shit, wow! But then she's one of these ones that the uh, HD is not kind to her. <laughs> oh no! Because I couldn't tell uh, when we were watching it. I couldn't tell if it's if you're seeing like the make like she has makeup on and you can see it kind of clumping up or something or if she just had bad skin but it's it's not it's i don't know if you have to watch it it's not bad it's i wouldn't seek it out uh league of extraordinary gentlemen with uh Sean Connery <laughs> uh, and um I, I i still i mean this wasn't great it's it's a it's it's a it's a fun movie you can't take it too seriously the uh graphic novels were way better yeah yeah, Star well, the Trek. Invisible Star- Man rapes. Uh, huh? No. What? No, I'm saying the Invisible Man rapes. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And Alan Quartermain <laughs> being a fucking uh, opium addict and things <laughs> yes. like that left out. You know. <laughs> but I mean, the 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 the, um, the the graphic novels are way more um, adult and uh, and kind of dirty and gritty. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, Alan Quartermain. Uh, he lived on Bad Street. Um, let's see. Star Trek: <laughs> Search for Spock. Um, since I watched Wrath of Khan and it just about made me cry last time, uh, Search for Spock is on Netflix Instant. I watched it. Uh, I still like it. Uh, even it's still at the beginning because uh, they they pick up right after uh, Wrath of Khan and Spock. And just Shat- I mean, for people who say that Shatner can't act, you know. He he has some emotional moments and stuff, and uh, and just you know him how he's reacting to losing his friend at the beginning of this and at the end of the other one, you know, was uh, pretty good. And his, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, he he's another one. Uh, when we're talking about hair pieces with Stallone, you know, his hair is pretty dark in this, and it just. <laughs> but I, I I overlook it because I like the chat. 
Uh, I watched The Shepherd, uh, uh, Border Patrol, with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Scott Adkins. Um, I had never heard of this, and when I was buying Jean-Claude Van Damme DVDs, um, I just spotted this one. Uh, and and I thought, well, shit, you know, I'm going to get it. It's got Adkins in it, and uh, if they fight, it'd be pretty good. It's pretty good. It's uh, it to me, and I I may be overstating this, and we may find out if Loaf watches it. Uh, but I f- ha- think that this has a lot of like hard target kind of uh, humor and action. Huh. Uh, so it's it's definitely I, I liked it. Um, Let's see. Uh, Once upon a time in America. This was last Sergio Leone movie uh, with uh, Robert De Niro and James Woods, and um, it's got a rape scene in it. Um, chick tells uh, De Niro to <laughs> fucking smack her, and he bends her over and fucks her after he smacks her in the face, which is pretty hot. Hey. I when I first watched this, when I was yeah, pretty young, that gave uh, you know, kind of got a boner. Uh, <laughs> and you went, it just set you down the wrong path. They talk about times in your life where your where your future you know splits into two paths. That was your timeline <laughs> divergence right there. Yeah. Um, it's it's a flawed movie. It's good, but it's uh, I don't know. It's people. Uh, I I I know that a lot of people like it. You know the way it was shot and everything, but I think it's it kind of is a divisive movie. I, I've showed it to some of my friends, and some of them are like, eh, like the end. It had multiple endings, I think, because they didn't know what to do, uh, or you know they showed it to a test audience and they didn't like it, so they changed it or whatever. It's kind of confusing. Um, I watched Cannibal Warlords of Liberia, which is a documentary, and it can be found on YouTube right now. And, you know the entire thing, not in chunks. Uh, very good documentary. Um, you see another part of the world and how people live, and it's just unfucking believable. And the guy that does it, um, he's traveled all over the world, and he said, you know, I've been to third world countries before, and he goes, this is hell on earth. He goes, this is by far the worst place I've ever been in my life. Uh, raw sewage, piss and shit, just running in the streets, uh, dead animals, dead people. Uh, when when you go to the beach, it's it's on the uh, western coast of Africa, and it was uh, when uh, Lincoln freed the slaves. I guess you know a bunch of slaves went back to Africa, and when they did, they basically took over this this country and enslaved the natives, the the ex slaves enslaved the natives. And uh, when they showed like the beach, uh, there's just piles of shit everywhere. I mean, you could it, you probably couldn't take uh, go two feet without you know seeing a pile of shit Jesus. because that they just go. And it's where the people crap and everything. Um, let's see, but it's it's very good. Uh, watched Hero uh, Dreams of Sushi. G- yes, Jiro. Nice, Jiro. Jiro. Well, I I get you know sometimes they say the J sounds like an yeah, H. Yeah. But um, this was awesome. Uh, Vishnu. I think you had talked about it. Yeah, I saw uh, it. I saw it last summer. Yeah, and uh, then Vish had mentioned it again, and uh, it's on Netflix Instant. Uh, this is just a fucking masterpiece. Um, you know, when, with a documentary, when when it's about something that you have absolutely no, I, I shouldn't say no interest, uh, but I, you know, I, I like sushi, but I never thought about it, and I never thought that I would watch a movie about a guy, you know that makes it and all this and that uh it's done so well the music the way it's shot the 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 cinematography the slow-mo and stuff like that and the story's really compelling so mm-hmm. it's it's um 
It's a good movie. Um, 2010, uh, the uh, year we make contact uh, is Roy Scheider and um, it's uh, John Lithgow's in it. I can't remember who the other guy. Uh, there's another, there's a couple other people in it, but I can't remember who, what their names are. Uh, this is a, the sequel to 2001. It's a totally different kind of movie. Uh, you know, uh, Kubrick did 2001, and it was just like, you know, uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. It was an artistic masterpiece of sound and, and visual, stunningly visual and things like that. Uh, this is um, – it's not done that way. It's not like what, you know, an artsy-fartsy movie. It's more of a straightforward, uh, uh, you know – storytelling uh, of this book, which I read, and I read the next one too. But Roy Scheider's really good in it. He plays Dr. Haywood Floyd, who was in the first one. Uh, and um, uh, it's, got some, it's got some emotional shit in it. Uh, I like it. I've watched it several times. I own it. Cool. Um, I watched the, the Cable Guy with Jim Carrey and uh, Matthew Broderick. Also very nice. emotional. Yeah, very yeah, emotional. Yes, yes, yes. Very underrated was- too. I'm trying to think what – I saw it in the theater, and it didn't do very well because people didn't know what to expect. And yeah. they it, it, you know, they expected Jim Carrey uh, from uh, Ace Ventura and stuff like that. Yeah. And then this Fucking was so dark. Well, when we saw it, we were like, what the fuck, you know? Um, the, the one chick – oh, God, I can't remember what her name is. She was in uh, – Oh, it's uh, – um, what's her name? Um the one that's in the Judd Apatow life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's a cutie in this, and she's yeah. she's uh, she's a cutie now. But I mean, she was even younger then, and uh, and uh, but this is really dark, and it's fucking funny. I mean, it's it's uh, it's uh, and it's it does have. I'll tell you what, you know, joking around, all jokes aside, it does have some uh, some kind of emotional stuff on why Jim Carrey kind of is the way he is. And mm-hmm. right. um, yeah. End of watch with Jake Gillen Gillen yes. Hall <laughs> and uh, Pena. Uh, he, this is like probably the best movie I've seen him in. Um, this movie was really good. Loaf recommended it. Uh, some other people did too. Um, fucking awesome. It, it was awesome. Uh, another one that will just uh, wrench your your heart. And uh, and just because they build up the camaraderie and the friendship yeah. and you see them on a daily basis and how they joke around, bust each other's balls and stuff. And have, you, they, have you seen that yet, James? No, not yet. I've, yeah. I've been wanting to. Like yeah. it's very good. That everyone's been. Yeah, everyone's like, hey, you should. You know what it is? Again, it's another movie that a lot of critic friends are like, oh, it's all right. I'm like, well, I don't know what you guys want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it was on I, uh, iTunes for rent, so that's why I got it. Um, nice. uh, and um, the 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 fucking villain people in it. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, I won't say anymore. Uh, I watched Dragon Eyes, and this was one that I rented on iTunes. Uh, it is a Michael John- Bean. Um, who? No, is Michael Bean in that one? No, 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 no. This oh, good. is a good Jean Claude Van Damme, and <laughs> oh. I, I don't know if the guy's name is uh, Kung Lee or Sung. It's C U N G. And then his last name is L E. He was an Ultimate Fighter. He fought Frank Shamrock. Uh, he was the last guy oh. to beat Frank Shamrock. Nice. Uh, and he's he's um, Vietnamese, uh, and um, he won like the Strike Force Championship or something from Frank Shamrock. But he's like the main guy in this. This is uh, the, the one of the reasons I rented it was because well Van Damme's in it, but uh, John Hyams is the guy that uh, directed Universal mm-hmm. Soldier Regeneration and Day of Reckoning, and he directed this. It's pretty good. Uh, it's it's another one, and I, I, I think that movie UFO that I, I said that uh, Van Damme has coming out, 
Uh, it seems, and all I could tell was by the trailer, and it has all the people that are listed, like three people above him, and then it says, and Jean-Claude Van Damme. This one is sort of like Universal Soldier uh, Day of Reckoning, where Van Damme is, he's in it, but he's not like the main guy. Yeah. And I kind of like that he's kind of uh, a, a very important character. And I'm telling you what, that fucker, the older he gets... When he was young, you know, he was all cocky and handsome. And so I don't think I, I like in Street Fighter, I liked him because he, he was playing it, you know, not serious or whatever. But now that he's older, his face just gets, he's like Charles Bronson was like that until he got in the puffy stage. But Van Damme is, he just has that really worn out, uh, yeah, yeah. tired. Yeah fucking look but it's just a great look i mean it really uh helps his acting and everything uh but it's pretty good uh it's not it's not great uh but it, uh, the fight scenes in it are good um and peter weller is the bad guy and peter weller's really good in it and the last thing i watched was uh searching for sugar man uh which is a documentary um this was on – I rented it on iTunes. Uh, very interesting. I'd never heard of this guy, which is the whole point of the, of the fucking documentary. Uh, this guy was a, um, like a folk singer in the, I think, late 60s, early 70s. And these people that were music industry people that they interview say this guy was better than Bob Dylan – or comparable to Bob Dylan. Uh, there were several of them that said he was the, the best – uh, singer-songwriter of that time or in the top five. And when they recorded him, I think he made two albums, but when they recorded him, they, both albums just completely flopped. Hmm. And so it just pretty much his career didn't go anywhere. Uh, but what nobody knew was is that some people had got that album and took it to South Africa where they either lived over there or had friends over there. The friends started listening to it, and because of apartheid and these a lot of these songs being like protest songs, picked it up, and he became this massive, huge legend and hit in South Africa. And the guy never even knew it, and and nobody knew it, and and they don't know, you know, didn't know where he was or you know what happened to him. And uh, it's it's a it's really fucking good. And and this is the with this movie, and it's. You know, I when they were saying all that stuff, I thought, okay, I've never heard this guy, and I'm curious as to what his music's going to sound like, and it's fucking good. I want to get like the goddamn album or get the soundtrack. <laughs> nice. So. But that's it. I need to see that one. Is that on instant? Uh, I, I, uh, it might be. I'm not sure. I, okay. I just rented it on iTunes. Okay. Um, I didn't watch a ton this week. Um, like I said, it was just a shit week, and I didn't really feel like watching much. But I did watch some, some. Uh, quality crams i guess you could say um well kind of quality i watched skyfall um i heard how right. awesome it was now i did not watch the second um daniel craig james oh. bond movie still haven't seen that one oh, I liked, quantum of solace yeah, yeah i liked i liked casino royale this one was just uh, it was okay i didn't really like the end of it um yeah I like, some, I, know, I like that ending there was some, there was a lot of really good stuff in it the fucking lighting and the like the assassin the um when the sniper scene is really great yeah um, there's some really cool stuff in it, but I don't know. I just didn't like the end all that much. Um, will not be in the top 30, as the gentleman liked to say. How, how dare you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not going to be in my top 30 either. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I watched uh, this is this one's on like it's in that pre like see it before the theaters kind of on demand rentals right now. Uh, John dies at the end. Um, oh, Will was a big fan of this one. Uh, it's it's for me it was like eighty percent awesome. Um, it's really bizarre. It's kind of it's about this drug these guys do called soy sauce that helps them basically they become like it unlocks like another like sense they can tell what you're gonna say in the future and stuff and it, it's really a it's, it's like a Lovecraftian story but the end gets a little like and I think what it was the end is a little like the the they use a lot of CG and it look doesn't look very good um, so I, I liked it up to that point yeah, the end is okay but. It made the movie just like kind of good, not great. Um, I watched Lincoln, the Steven Spielberg movie. Um, this is is gonna be great to some people, and I could see like it's a very like well made movie. But for me, uh, films that center on politics, uh, they I kind of I kind of like lose interest, and that's what this is. Um, it's not so much it. I mean, I guess it's a civil war movie, but it's all almost all of it takes place either in the white house or in the house of representatives. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of just guys in wigs arguing and, eh, you know, but it's, it's super well made. Daniel day Lewis is phenomenal. Um, he's really good in it. And, uh, I really like the relationship they show. It's cool seeing a president uh, presented as like a normal dude. And at times, all of a sudden, he seems like godlike. He'll like break into a story and everybody just like stops and like listens to him. But then other times he's arguing with his wife and like telling her she needs to be at a crazy house, basically. And smacking the shit out of her, putting her head in the dryer. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking whore. Hey, Mary Lincoln, you should fuck it. Um, Fucking bitch. And the only other one I watched uh, was uh, The Life of Pi, the Ang Lee movie. Um, this one definitely will be in the top 30. It's a fucking beautiful movie. Yes. Um, better I, than Hulk? Uh, better. <laughs> what? Um, Hulk. That's not a no. Oh, the Ang Lee Hulk. Yes, it's better than the Ang Lee Hulk. Well, that's why I said Although, no. Although I like, I was trying to think, I was thinking Avengers? What? Um, I forgot Ang Lee's Hulk from, god damn, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Um, yeah. I that's like when it. me and a- Emily and I used to. That's when we started our feud. Now we 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 hate each other ever since. <laughs> Stick her head in the dryer. Um, no, oh, oh, I love Emily. Oh, yeah. Um, but Life of Pi. <laughs> it's the ti- the tiger looks amazing. The it's I, as far as I could tell, it was completely computer animated, but it looked so good. Um, and the just the visual style of this movie. It's. I'll tell you, it, it, it was tough for me to watch personally at times because it was um, when he's on the sea, the camera kind of moves with the boat, and I was getting really fucking sick a few times. Oh, um, my God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're sitting still. I, it, that's the problem. I'm sitting still. I, it, it's it's, a, it's the, uh, the whole motion sickness thing from playing games or everything. The simulator sickness, as they used to call it, as they Man. call it in the military. But the... Um, when you were in the seals, yeah. When I was a seal, well, I, I would, I, I would not be able to be a seal because of the motion sickness. Or, or and then um, you have to eat all that fish. Clap my fucking paws and blubber around on the ground. <laughs> well, you eat the blubber. I do that anyway. Um, and if you have like a, if you have a soft spot for animals, this movie will probably get to you too. 
Oh, um, I don't know if I like that. I, uh, that's my. That is. I would. Uh, you'll have it. You'll find an emotional tie to this movie if you like. If you have a soft spot for animals, I'll just say that. Um, As you say that, I'm sitting here petting this fat fucking mutt. <laughs> His hot breath is like. <laughs> uh, cool, and that was it. That was all I watched. So, um, uh, that I got. I got one that'll probably be in the top thirty. I don't know if Lincoln will either. And John dies at the end is essentially a 2013 movie. So. Um, so yeah, uh, maybe added one more to the list. Um, I got a few more and maybe, uh, we'll have some bonus episodes. We'll have some friends on, do a little round table. Exclude Zom entirely. You're going to create a list? Going to find all your scratch paper that you've written on? I threw it all away. (laughs) Uh I just have to scroll back. Yeah. On the Facebook, because every time Love says, why don't you do, uh, Miso? And I'm like, I'm not fucking doing Fuck that shit. Uh, well, let's take a break. And now um, I can't join in any reindeer games. No, you can't at all. Uh, let's <laughs> let's come back and review. Let's do Code of Silence. We'll just go in uh, chronological order. Uh, we'll be right back with the the Silva of the Silva and the Gold. Uh, Code of Silence. We'll be right back. Ahoy, mateys. This is K.A.B., Antonio Bay. Stevie Wayne here, beaming a signal across the sea. I'll be here playing music all through the witching hour. I'm still waiting to hear from that weatherman. But in the meantime, stay here with me. Be sure to visit our sponsor, Paracinema Magazine. They're the source for all your genre movie needs. Check them out online at paracinema.net. Tell them Stevie sent you. Keep me turned on for a while, and I'll do my best to do the same for you. The smooth sound. Code of Silence, 1980 and 5, and directed by Andrew Davis, starring our favorite Chuck Norris and Henry Silva and some other people. We got uh, a return of uh, Dennis Farina already to the show. It's only been like two weeks. Uh, Dennis Farina with a fucking mane in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Looks like uh, a line in this one. A Chicago cop is caught in the middle of a gang war while his own comrades shun him because of his his views on gay marriage and because he wants to take down an irresponsible cop. <laughs> That's uh, not right. What? And, That's um, not right. So, um, uh, Zom's going to take the lead here. Uh, we'll yes. surely interrupt. Zom, what did you think of Code of Silence? Code of Silence. I saw this movie in the theater when it <laughs> nice. was released. Yeah! Dig it! Um, I was probably a freshman in college. Okay, now, 
Uh, so I do have some memories uh, of uh, this movie and of its uh, oh, how they promoted it mm-hmm. with Chuck going on uh, several TV shows. I don't know if it's like Entertainment Tonight and stuff. I think I actually have a VHS tape with a segment of them interviewing <laughs> Chuck Norris uh, on Entertainment Tonight from this movie. Um, I just remember them saying um, before – before this movie, most of, if not all of Chuck Norris's movies were uh, his karate movies, basically just show, highlighting or, or uh, showcasing his spinning back kick and his tight pants and all that shit. Um, this was the first movie that he ever did, I'm pretty sure, uh, where it wasn't uh, like a martial arts movie. Uh, per se, um, it does have some elements of that, but it's more or less uh, a, a a cop uh, kind of procedural kind of gritty cop movie, and sort of in the vein of uh, almost like a French Connection or a um, Prince of the City or something like that, where it's mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. well, the, and, and that comes to before I'm even into what the movie's about or whatever, but it, 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 that kind of brings uh, forth already um, something that I felt about this movie, which was there were, if they would have stayed along those lines, this could have been uh, I think more well thought of movie, but they delved into some 80s uh, (laughs) goofy stuff that makes it fun to watch for other reasons now, right? But took, takes it out of the serious, you know, gritty cop uh, movie thing. Um, now, the movie takes place in Chicago, and there are, like I had said on uh, Manhunter, Farina uh, actually was a, a cop and a detective for I don't know how many years. For quite, I mean, he had a career there and then re- and retired as a cop. So you had him and several other people that uh, and the Chicago Police Department were involved uh, in the making of this movie as like consultants and some of the places that they had where they'd have like a drug deal going down and they'd go in and bust it up was a, a place that the, the Chicago PD used for whatever reason, probably to take hookers there and shake down people <laughs> and steal money. Um, but anyway – uh, Chuck Norris is Eddie Cusack, and uh, he is uh, the sergeant of the of the cops. Um, you have the angry police captain, uh, and um, I watched this, and then I think, oh no, I watched uh, End of Watch one day, and then the next night I watched this. Ooh. So uh, yeah, <laughs> but. Um, Chuck is he's kind of uh, like I said when when they did the the publicity for this and they were interviewing him uh the gist of the interview that I saw and that I I kept cuz I was a huge Chuck Norris fan back then that's why I have it on tape was I remember Chuck saying they that you know about the critics the critics were saying actually coming out and saying that this was a pretty good movie at the time, and whereas right. his karate movies were usually just considered B grade movies, and the critics, you know, were just like, eh, you know, that they thought this one was a step up for him, and that he did a good job. And he said um, in the interview, you know, they never say 
uh, uh, you know, Chuck is getting better. He said, I think I'm getting better. They never say that. They never say that, I, that, you know, Chuck's getting better. They just say, every critic just says Chuck is a bad actor. Now, after watching this movie, he is the weak link as far oh as, as, as acting goes. He's a I, fucking cardboard stand-up to this whole yeah, thing. I'm yeah, going to tell you, yeah. the, the part that's the, that's the, I wrote this down because it's the most apparent of how bad his acting is, is the part at the yeah. art museum when he walks in and talks on the phone. Oh, when yeah, he's God. not talking to somebody, it is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Hello it, it, there. <laughs> no, it's it's bad. Well, he's he's just he's wooden, and it's uh, uh, there's a lot of character actors in this movie, and even though you might rec- you might recognize some of them, but most of them are are you know people that you don't know their names or whatever. Uh, but th- they're just smooth, and it's just like they're they're very yeah. natural, they're very believable, and um, Norris. You can tell that he is not a trained actor. It, the the one scene where uh, I I mean there were several and the, and the, and the one thing that I liked that they did at first was because he isn't a trained actor he was the strong silent type he didn't say very much at all everybody acted around right, him right. and he he was kind of like the guy that that people knew he was a badass even in the in the um, the the squad room. And they all respected him and everything, but he was—he didn't speak unless he had something to say, and he didn't say a lot. And I thought, okay, that's clever because he is not a good actor. But there was a scene where uh, a young girl gets kidnapped, and when he goes to rescue her, uh, 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 well, he does rescue her, and then he's got her like in a safe house. And they have this moment because she's sad, and she's crying and everything, and she says, you know, she like leans, he sits down, and she leans Hold up me. against him. What? What's that? I'm saying when he when she says "hold me." Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was bad <laughs> enough as it was. But when she's sitting there crying and stuff, he's like when he's looking at her. Honest to God, he looks so uncomfortable. He <laughs> yeah, was just he like does. staring at her. It's because he's and gay. The, and and there was another scene where the young the young uh, the young cop that he gets kind of stuck with as his partner was talking to him, and he just is just like staring at the guy, and he does. And I was yeah. looking to see if he blinked, and he didn't. He never fucking blinked. Um, no. So anyway, but it says I guess this movie was. It says it was turned down by. Uh, it was supposed to be a Clint Eastwood movie, and he turned it down. Chris Christopherson was supposed to do it, and he said it was too violent, so he did Flashpoint. Um, but I could see uh, this this movie being done with somebody else and it being a lot better. Um, they comp- and I think because I remember, like I said, when they did the um, the publicity for it, them mentioning that this was kind of a role that Steve McQueen would have done, and I think Chuck sort of tried to channel Steve McQueen a little bit because he, <laughs> in, he, in his current form in 1985. Yeah, well, I mean, first uh, he, he was actually friends with Steve McQueen, and he taught he he had you know I guess taught Steve McQueen karate and stuff, but also um, the the one thing when they were talking about that, and I think one of the things was. Um, um, Norris wearing the um, shoulder holster. It almost looked like uh, McQueen. That was in Bullet. Yeah. He he wore the turtleneck and the shoulder holster all the time. And Norris had that like a lot. There were some stupid looking guns in this for for cops. <laughs> uh, they were they were movie guns because there's no cop that um, 
is going to carry around a goddamn pistol with a fucking eight inch barrel as their like uh, concealed <laughs> so many jo- like every single cop no- nobody had the same pistol yeah like everybody had a different one and you see it that that stupid kind of throwaway scene where the two guys are going to rob the cop bar yeah and every cop pulls well, I, I laughed even though i you know you see it coming a mile away but you know it's 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 Every every single cop that pulls a gun on these two poor bastards have it's it's everybody's different, and then you see that one giant silver one coming in. Yeah, the screen. It's, it's so yeah. stupid. But you know, they actually said that 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 fucking that that thing where the guys came in to rob the bar, and it was the a cop a cop bar full of cops that actually happened. <laughs> so I mean, you know, I think the guys that that wrote it were either cops or or you know that some of the people that were in the movie were like I said consultants mm-hmm. were cops and they put them in those roles. Um but Eddie Cusack. Um <laughs> well one of the reasons we're doing this movie is because of Henry or Henri, Henri Silva. Um <laughs> the the thing that and I forgot about this and then as I was watching it, it just fucking like a big shoe or a big – not even a big shoe, but a big giant f- barefoot that was clammy and wet hitting me in the face. And I thought to myself, wait a minute. Silva's supposed to be Hispanic in this? Well, he, he was supposed to be like Colombian. He's Colombian. I said last week I think he was Cuban. Henry Silva actually was Cuban, at least of Cuban descent. I don't know if he was born in Cuba, but – But um, Jesus Christ, when, I, and when you're watching this and – he is like, I'd like to give you something. <laughs> it's called a Colombian necktie. It's when you slit your throat and pull your tongue out the hole. <laughs> you know, and I mean, Silva is is not in this a lot. He is the main villain, right? The, the, you know, the 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 head of all the bad guys. But Jesus Christ, he is a joy to watch. Because he has the Skeletor plastic mask face. <laughs> when he's, he smiles he, in the hospital. Oh, my God. And, and, and he's so stiff. Yeah. Like, there's one part where he runs, and he's running away. And it, and it just looks funny, because it, it, I don't know if he had boards in his sleeves of his arms. And, and, and his hair is kind of – it's a little bit longer. It's over the years and everything. But he just is so – funny to watch he's so strange um and i don't know if that's just his face or if that's or what the fuck it is (laughs) they could make cookies out of his fucking face there was one dude in this and i swear to god i thought it was um jesus christ what's his name that was in uh mickey and uh moskowitz oh now that you said seymour cassell seymour cassell uh this one dude when he was talking i thought is that fucking Seymour Cassell? But it wasn't. It's this Mike Genovese uh, who played kind of the second heavy heel guy that had the daughter. And so anyway, he, he's basically the catalyst of everything that happens, this Tony Luna. He's a an underboss of Silva, who is Luis Camacho. Um, <laughs> and he basically he's kind of warned hey you know don't fuck with this other crew uh which is like uh, uh well no tony is a mo- he is tony is italian mafia he is not silva's underboss yeah so it's Silva the colombians the, versus the italians yeah, in this yeah 
but Tony, uh, uh, even though he's kind of instructed not to, he's kind of a he's kind of a, a guy who's going to do what he wants to do, and he causes uh, major friction with these Colombian drug dealers, and um, so their thing is, you know, they're going to get revenge, and uh, and they start a war with uh, the mafia guys who are pretty. The mafia guys are pretty inept in this. And the <laughs> Columbia guys are portrayed as, you know, kind of like end of watch, you know, people. Are the are the uh, mafia more inept in this or in Punisher? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> but um, they, you know, I mean, the, the whole thing is they kidnap uh, Tony's daughter. And Tony's kind of a dick because, I mean, you know, I, I, I definitely, you know, when we talk about, like, daddy issues, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, what a butthole he was. <laughs> um, but the, the, the movie, you know, that's one of the main things is, is Chuck uh, having to deal with this kind of uh, war that's going on. But not only that, there's this old fucking uh, washed-up asshole uh, cop, uh, and he is – it's all, I don't know if I say like a it's you have like the thin blue line kind of a thing where um, or the code of silence which is the name of the fucking movie uh, but the code of silence thing in all of these movies whether it was Serpico or Prince of the City or any of these other cop movies is you know uh, cops don't rat out cops they don't tell on cops uh, you know they all you all have to stick together well this one guy is he's just a real he's just washed up he's a drunk uh, yeah. and he is saddled with the young cop who is just about, I mean, he was worse than William Peterson's uh, partner in, uh, what's that? Not LA confidential. What the fuck was that movie called? (laughs) Uh, To live and die in LA. To live and die in LA. But man, this guy was a dork and he just looked like a (laughs) yuppie douche. And not even yet. He kind of dressed like a yuppie with like St. John's Bay coat or something. And, but he was just a little nerdy douche. And Chuck just looks at him like, give me a fucking break, you know. Um, give me a fucking break. Yeah, you fucking shut your mouth. Um, so anyway, um, there's a Chuck running around. You have the the uh, the I – don't, I don't know if – has Chuck ever made a movie where he didn't walk into a bar and just clean house? You know, I, I mean so. – uh, uh, I haven't seen all of them, but – Fucking silent common. rage and all these ones. He's always he's uh, and you know I'm sorry, but Chuck Norris is like five feet tall, and he may be the goddamn karate master of the fucking world, but you know <laughs> it's a little bit ridiculous when he's beating the shit out of. Uh, <laughs> now I know I it's 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 that bar scene. It's it's one of those things where it's like it's the whole like one dude t- attacking him at a time mm. at first. And, for some reason, still, I've always really liked that bar fight. I think it might be when the, the dude throws the cue ball and hits him in the back of the head. Yeah, well, at least that was realistic. But the, you know, the one right. thing that was lacking was the chick in with the with the uh, the big saggy, you know, big uh, tits from <laughs> yeah. Rage that had the tattoos on her tits. Oh, she was hot. 
that would have made it better. Um, <laughs> but Chuck in this movie, he he, like I said, I don't know. I'd have to ask like one of our gay friends it, what how they would classify Chuck because he does some karate. Uh, like they show him working out. It's homoerotic for sure, where he has his karate pants on and no shirt. He's sweating and he's he's very hairy. Not only is his chest hairy and his back's kind of hairy, but he's got like full blown. A uh, good James Mountain Man beard and hair. Well, his upper arms are hairy. <laughs> yeah, he's just oh. hair. Um, and he's sweaty and hairy. And Dennis Farina <laughs> looks like Bruiser Brody. Uh, he's got like a fucking perm or something. His hair was so huge. But he was there kind of for comedy relief, and I liked I liked his character. Yeah, I'd like to hang out with him. I wouldn't go into any of his. Um, Scams or not scams, <laughs> but he's just like, let's start a uh, an alligator farm. I know, no, let's start a dildo factory or you know whatever. <laughs> Chuck's like, wait a minute, are those going to be gay dildos or straight dildos? If those dildos go in an ass, I will have no part of this. Well, yeah, what about wait, a female? No. Ass? Wait, we got to we got to say it like we got to say it like Chuck. If those dildos uh, go in a in a male ass, I will have nothing <laughs> of it. <laughs> you know. Sometimes you just have to find some. I can't even fucking be that wooden, that robotic. Right? It's impossible. What? Yes. When I want uh, your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He's like I'm sleepy. Percent dead on. You know. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the chick in it that plays the the daughter, she was pretty fucking hot. Now I don't know yeah, how Mo- old Molly she Hagen. Was. She was in Did Herman's Head. Supposed to be. Yes. Um, she's supposed to be, I don't know, like, I think she's supposed to be like 18, 19 or something. Okay, because at first I thought she was like supposed to be like 16, and I thought her and fucking Chuck, like, I'm gonna that, fuck. yes, and I was hoping that they would. I thought that would be kind of hot. But he, <laughs> right. she was crying, you know, can I, can I put my head on your shoulder? Um, yeah. Okay. He, he looked like. I mean, he was so fucking, like, he just tensed up or something. Like, he was so uncomfortable. And I don't know if he was doing that because she was supposed to be so young, and he was like, oh, you know, this is kind of weird. But I sensed that the reason he was doing it is because he's uncomfortable with women touching him. Could be. <laughs> because he's, he's like, late, you know, he has, he's sort of not dealing with his otter or bareness. And that he likes- I love the term otter. He likes to yeah. throttle men and beat men and, you know, dominate Rock. men. Get his chest hair ripped out. Yes, my Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but anyway, um, they have some – like I said, now, I'll tell you one thing that I liked, and this leads into what I was just going to say. I like the fact that even though Chuck was driving – I think it was a Camaro. Was it a Camaro or Firebird? Either one. But yeah, yeah. It was a piece of shit. Yes. That, now, that, I like that. that. Awesome. I'm so fucking tired. And I've said this a million times. In today's movies, nobody would drive a piece of shit. They would drive a fucking uh, uh, classic uh, restored Mustang or some fucking badass car. He drives this piece of shit that's got rust on the side and everything. Well, in 85, that car was probably still contemporary too, which he just didn't yeah. take care of it. Uh, but they did have a pretty cool car chase scene, which was yeah. like I said, like a la, you know, to live and die in L.A. or French Connection. That and fucking the, that explosion, those cars, it was like a mushroom cloud. It yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. I mean, I, when I was watching that, I was like, okay, here's another one where the the cars must have been running on nitroglycerin or something. 
Um, they had a scene, and they they really played up this scene when in the when they were doing the publicity for it, which was Chuck running on top of uh, of a uh, subway train, which yeah. was pretty cool. He he actually was that was he was actually up there. He talked yeah, about this him. when I saw him at the um, the action festival. That like he said, I think that was like when he said it was his favorite. Yeah. stunt he ever did he never did a lot of stunts his brother did some stunt work for him at first and then somebody else like one main guy took over after that but yeah. it was not want? him that jumped off the train but he said that yeah. was it was pretty fucking scary though well he didn't say fucking but um, <laughs> <laughs> it was Bless it was pretty cool hearing him talk about that though because you know he said i was really proud of that you know it's funny when you mentioned that he was on that talk show um you know was talking about oh they didn't say that i was actually good they just said i was getting better i'm pretty sure no, he never, was still he telling said they never said he was even getting better they said they just always say chuck is a bad actor they don't say chuck is getting better or chuck is progressing in, in 2009 i think he was still using that same joke no lie well, I, I, i'm pretty sure he said that when i saw i think you're say right. this um expendables 2 Chuck is as bad of an actor in that as he was in Breaker Breaker when he first started. Ooh. I don't think he's Ooh. do you think he's better? I didn't no, think he's better. Maybe on that TV show. I, I, I watched that, but I can't remember that much about it. It's that's not good. I mean he still just seems as wooden as can be, but now he's really old. So, you know, maybe it maybe he's got he the just, shoe polish hair too. Oh god. Yeah. And the beard looks very it's so dark. I mean, <laughs> dude, dude, give it up. Uh, hey, you're not fooling I, anybody. This may have been, you know, uh, when Chuck first started, he had really super blonde hair. I mean, like surfer blonde. Right. And he and just and usually he either just rocked the fucking mustache like uh, Burt Reynolds, or or he wouldn't have any mustache, just bl- real blonde hair. And he kind of went for the br- the natural look. This is his lone wolf McQuaid. Uh, and um, but do you prefer Chuck with mustache? And then we might have asked this question before. I think but, we asked it. Root. So, uh, so do you prefer Chuck with mustache, beard, or nothing? I'll tell you what. The first movie I saw Chuckles in was Good Guys Wear Black. My uh, my mom and dad took me to the drive-in to watch it, and um, I think it was a, uh, it was definitely a double feature because it was drive-in. Uh, and I think it, it might have been Good Guys Wear Black and Breaker Breaker might have been the second f- second feature. Right. Um, and um, in Breaker Breaker, he is very blonde. He's very blonde and he's clean shaven. No mustache. Mm-hmm. In Good Guys Wear Black, blonde hair and kind of a dark mustache. Uh, because uh, that was the first movie I saw him in, and I and I watch that movie now and it's so bad. But back then, goddamn, I mean, I I probably was fucking jacking off watching the fucking thing because <laughs> in your uh, mouth yeah in my yes. own mouth uh, uh i think with just the with the blonde hair and the mustache uh he looks grittier and kind of but you know he's just so fucking short <laughs> and he's such a fucking asshole uh i would like it better if he would just shut his fucking pie hole fucking dick but anyway um the the there's a scene in it that uh, if you watch it, I forgot about this because I kept thinking, you know, I remember this being uh, more of a straight up cop movie and liking it. Mm. I forgot about that stupid goddamn robot tank thing. <laughs> that was so fucking bad. 
Uh, I, I, I didn't. Uh, James, do you prefer mustache, beard, or clean shaven? Before we keep continuing, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's hard because that means like, do I prefer Chuck Norris in any movie? But, <laughs> I, I, but I would go, I would go beard. I don't know for some reason the films that I've liked the most in were beard, but I might be I must, don't know. I might be mustache because uh, I remember that yeah. Chuck Norris cartoon that came on in the eighties, and he had, a, <laughs> he had he had a mustache in that cartoon. Was that karate commandos? Yeah, the toys are pretty cool. With a K. Yep. This this is kind of a I don't know. It might be kind of a I wouldn't say an unfair comparison, but this movie because the the other movie I'm going to compare it to is a much better movie by far. But the way I'm looking at this is I sort of can see this movie sort of like a Copland, where all the actors in this movie are are really good and very relaxed and very realistic and chuck stands out because he's not that good of an yeah. actor and in copland even though they people would say that's probably stallone you know stallone was doing a a dramatic part and and he was getting away from the action stuff and it, he was in there with de niro and harvey keitel and uh fucking uh ray Liotta and these guys but in that movie, even though Stallone, I thought, was good in it, he was the weak link as far as acting in mm. Copland. And I think that this movie would have been better if Chuck would not have been the, the lead actor. If they would have had Chris Christopherson or if they would have had Clint Eastwood or, or whoever. This would have been a cool movie with Chris Christopherson. Yeah, and without I, the robot, the robot. I mean, I like the robot oh, in, a, yeah. in a certain way, but the robot's kind of dumb. But the rest of the movie, it doesn't really fit. Yeah, it doesn't. No. And, and and I think Copland was sort of the same way. Even like I said, Stallone was was competent, but compared to those other guys, I mean, you know, yeah, he, yeah. he 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 was just not that good. But um there there you have your Chuck is portrayed in this movie as the one man gang. Uh Kareem or Akeem the African Dream. <laughs> Uh, no, he, he he literally. There are several scenes in this where he is, I mean, a one man fucking army in the in the pool hall. Uh, uh, then later on, when he walks into that warehouse and he he has the tank sort of helping him, but you know, shit, he really didn't need it. He just yeah, they were kind of comparing the two. I felt like right. they were like, hey, look, this guy's just as good as a fucking robot tank. And then right, one guy the says. Uh, Hey Cusack, where are you going? And the the drunk asshole old guy's like, he's gonna go save the world, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, you know, I, I, do you guys have anything you want to? James, add? go ahead. If you got anything, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll run through it real quick. Um, well, the drunk uh, Ralph Foodie. I'm like, mm-hmm. why do I recognize this guy so much? I'm like, oh right, he played uh, Johnny, the fake. 1930s stereotypical mobster and angels with filthy souls in the Home Alone movies. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh. That, yeah, that was him. I'm like, holy shit, that's What's him. The, and he's he, also the yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, you filthy animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, but no, he's. I mean, he. You know, he's a. You know, you know from the very start, he's an Irish drunk in this movie. I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. Like, what was the thing he said to the? Oh yeah, about the yeah the. Why don't you take a lake here? It's like, what? And piss on someone's grave? Who cares? They should get rid of these things anyway. Plant some tomatoes. What do I care? They're dead. It's like, oh, they're well, that's, dead. They're dead. I kind of agree with that, though. 
I'm like, why do you, why do you need all these freaking graves? Just plant some tomatoes. But whatever. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I have to say, like this, I had never seen this one before. This is the first time okay. watching a Code of Silence, and I have to say, it's the best Chuck Norris film I've seen. It's up there. And yeah. It it I I mean it was a big hit too. I didn't realize it was number ten in 1985. That was huge. Like this was actually a big film. And silence was more the director telling Chuck, "Okay, I don't want you to talk." Yeah, yeah. Let's go. You like like how Steve McQueen would cut stuff from his script, but he could actually act. Uh, no, the director just cut shit out. He's like, "Oh wait, um, Chuck, we just cut some lines from you today. Why? Um, just don't worry about it. Just just just, just go with it. It'll be really yeah. good. Don't worry about it." Yeah, um, I, I have to say I, I think this movie lacks a lot of Silva. Like Silva yes. should have been in it more. That's the big problem. Like, like he's a great villain, and when he's in it, like one day I would like to give you a gift of a Colombian necktie. <laughs> and of course, all the people laugh. It's like, and I'm laughing too because I'm like, oh shit, is he gonna explain it? It's very special. You slit the throat, pull out the tongue, and on you, it would look beautiful. I love when he, and of course when he, when he rolled by the wall of Saint North. Well, oh yeah, when he saw him again. <laughs> when, when he rolled by and they saw him sitting in the car with a stakeout, he's like, comfortable? Yeah, comfortable? Jesus but, Christ, but how course, about the part where he does the Terminator moment? <laughs> yes. When he's laying yes, there yes. and then his eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just kept but, doing that. Uh, they did it the one time so and I was like, I laughed out loud. I literally laughed <laughs> yes. out loud because I forgot what happened. Uh, and he was laying there, and then when that happened, I was I started laughing, and and I had my headphones on, and people were like looking at me like, "What the fuck are you laughing at?" <laughs> but uh, that was great. And he should have raped that girl. <laughs> you know, did you know when she did. was hanging up by did. her arms? Her shirt was yeah, like she was like she ripped. Yeah, totally yeah. open. Yeah. Yep. It looked like a, a Bruce Banner shirt, like when he would turn into the Hulk, and then he would turn back, and the things just hanging there. And it was kind of yeah. you know they should have had some rape. <laughs> Well, I think he probably did rape her. Like he, he, he was, was thinking of Barbara Boucher again. That's in the uncut version. And I think that yeah. it would be, even though, of course, Chuck Norris is like a master karate dude or whatever, um, I kind of wouldn't. Well, Silva was, eh, I still wouldn't have minded seeing Silva like have a knife fight with him or something. Or Right. Yeah. You know, just, I, it's actually I mean, very lackluster. The they last hardly fight. even talk like, in the movie. No. And he has the Colombian necktie thing, the driving by in the car. And then when he gets his beat up, he's like, let him live. Like, I want him to suffer. <laughs> like, that kind of thing. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> that's it. Like, again, it's like, did they have much time with each other on the set? Silva was probably on it for like three days. Yeah. <laughs> and they killed. were just like, come, and in, like j- come in and just be Silva. Yeah, just be Silva. Just, just come be in and smile sleazy, with your rubber but, face. Yeah. Yeah, oh with, 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 a, with an accent that doesn't match what you're supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's match. the thing. Now, he may be supposedly have Cuban descent, but Jesus Christ, he could have at least, you know... Tried. He was supposed to no. be... He wasn't supposed to be... Uh, he was... They were literally, when, when the war started, they were supposed to have come up from Colombia. He's, like, supposed to be like Pablo Escobar, and the fucker's like, you know what? I like you. You know, and it's <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. But that's, know. you know, uh, that's part of his charm. It is. I mean, he's from Brooklyn, so of course I have to, you know, like him. Yeah. But it's sad that he doesn't act anymore. I mean, he's old as shit now, but yeah. well, he, he, stopped, he stopped from, yeah, Ghost Dog was the last movie he actually and acted in. Ghost I Dog was quite a while ago. Yeah, that's 13, 14 years ago now? Yeah. yeah. Shit. 
Um, didn't realize this was Andrew Davis who directed this too, which, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he followed this up with Above the Law with Henry Silva too. So they must have became pretty good friends and like, oh, you should be a villain again. I'll, be, like, I'll let you be in that movie for five minutes too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, because you're going to be another action guy that can't act for shit, but it'll be better. Don't worry. <laughs> Who the fuck, what the um, fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I'm a fucking having, acting having, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Having been threatened by Steven Seagal in my life, I yeah. What? I have, what? Okay, no. Wait a minute. You can't let that go. <laughs> it's a story that I tell everybody. When when he was filming, um, which was the one with uh, William Forsythe, Out for Justice, I think. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, it, no, it, was that Above the Law? No, above, above, the above the Law is the one with. Wait, is it Above the Law? Above the. Oh fuck it. Oh whatever. <laughs> yeah, but William all, Forsythe. Yeah, he was crazy and like a mad dog killer. Yeah, it is out for just yeah. He, where he plays Gino Fellino, which is the <laughs> fucking worst name. Ever. Um, Gino Fellatio. But, <laughs> but they were filming it in Brooklyn, and I was a big fan of Steven Seagal watching his films at a young age. I was eleven, or probably was ten. You ain't a fan like, oh, of me now, go. motherfucker. Well, no, I go. Oh, we should, you know, we should go meet him, and so we go down to the set, like it was on 18th Avenue, where they're filming, and we see him. And my friend and I are like, hey, Steven, Mrs. Agal, he comes over. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's like my hero, whatever. And he comes over and goes, and my friend's like, can we have an autograph? And Steven Seagal just looks at us and goes, you don't leave right now. I'm going to fucking break your necks. <laughs> and at first I thought he was joking for a split second. And he's like, I mean it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I mean let's it. get the fuck out of here. I mean it. And from that point, I mean, I like him again because he's so bad, but. That's actually that, that broke my heart. Better. Well, that's actually almost better than getting a goddamn autograph. <laughs> just sign so. a piece of fucking paper. If Adrian Barbeau would have been like, "If you don't get the fuck out of here, you know, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> sit on your face." Like, get like out that. Of here, you fucking old woman. Jesus. I smother you with my tits. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for that. But I yeah, mean, I, I, it, it, I, I mean, how would you react to that? What a I, jerk! I don't know. I we just left. We're like, oh, okay. Like, How old were you old. at the time? Ten. Oh, okay. Oh, ten you were fucking... you were ten. <laughs> yeah. That's like when we yeah, used what... to go see re- when we used to go see wrestling, and we we would go yes. out in the back where the where the uh, the locker room door was to the parking lot, and we'd sit out there and try and get their autographs when they come out. And this is like at a high school gym, and like you know most of the the, the good guys they'd come out. You know, Tommy Rich would be like, "Hi, I'm a gay. He give you uh, you sign your autograph there." You know, and he was cool. But then when the bad guys came out, they still right. played in character. Yeah. And they were but, jerks. But the thing is, Seagal's supposed to be a good guy. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> I bet he was. I, I, there's no way he's that jerky to a kid. He had to have been fucking around with you. I don't know, because he kept looking at us like, <laughs> what an ass. I know. We're like, oh, okay. Well, guess what? He's still not against gay marriage, as far as I know, so he's still better than yeah. Chuck Norris in my book. And well, just remember, well, good James, you, you think you're above the law? <laughs> You're not above it, small. Now get the fuck out of here. Maybe that's neck. what it was. Maybe you know he Maybe. He, he thought you guys thought you were above the law. Maybe. Even though, even though you know he is justice. a cop in real life. Oh, yeah, that's true. A lawman. He is a cop. I'll take a you down. Yeah. But I want to ask you guys a question. Like for some reason, is it just me or do Chuck Norris's films sound like gay porns? Like <laughs> read each title. Code of silence. Silent. The octagon. No way. <laughs> breaker, breaker, my forced. dick off in your ass. <laughs> yeah. Forced vengeance. Good guys you know? wear black rubbers. 
<laughs> Wait, what? An eye for an eye. <laughs> Firewalker. Yes. You know, think, you know, sidekicks. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know what it is. Braddock. Cock- Cocker, Texas it. Ranger. <laughs> oh, wait, I just meant like just saying the title itself. Like, oh, I know. You, yeah, you put cock in everything. <laughs> missing in cock. Missing in action. You <laughs> cock. Missing in cock. You can put cock in everything. <laughs> <laughs> well... Not, not according to Chuck Norris, you can't. <sighs> Cocking <but>. in action, <laughs> yes. I'm this. telling you what, I, I seriously, I, I think for, for someone to be that, and, you know, I know some people say, oh, just because I, th- I fucking think that shit's gross or whatever, you know, because it's like a classic thing when you, if somebody would say, oh, you're a fag or something like that, and they'd say, you know, thou doth protest too much or, you know, you must be in the closet because you hate gay people so much. I think there's something to that. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I, if it makes you that yeah. uncomfortable, then what the fuck? I mean, you know why? What I I don't know. I just don't understand. But then again, he is a warrior for Christ. <laughs> I wonder if That's he was true. then. When did it happen? Like, I don't know, right? Because I mean, That's he used question. to curse and stuff in his movies. He doesn't do that anymore. I'm wondering if he just got old and like he found some like trim somewhere that was super Christian, and he thought he needed to convert to like yeah. to get her in bed, and then like it just stuck. I bet you it's that chick that rides the goddamn fucking, not gazelle, but whatever that thing is that he gets on and rides, that workout <laughs> oh, thing. Yeah. Um, now, that was Christy Brinkley. She she looks like she'd be an uptight fucking Christian chick. <laughs> she does. The goddamn man, I used to want to fuck her. I'd jack off looking at those Sports Illustrateds. Woo. Wasn't she in the National Lampoon's Vacation movie? Wasn't, mm. that, wasn't that her? She was a piece of ass. She was in the first one that got the swimming pool with Chevy Chase. When he ate the piss sandwich. I would love to see Chevy Chase. He would be excellent as a fucking asshole villain in a movie. And Steven Seagal, like, grab him and break his fingers or something. I think he's an asshole villain in real life now. Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) It wouldn't be a stretch. Uh, I think he did play, like, some kind of a, a, on, like... Law and Order or something like that one time. But like Steven Seagal's the kind of person that would like if you did come up and say, Mr. Seagal, can I have your autograph? That he'd grab your fingers and bend them backwards or something. <laughs> Twist them around. You know? Or do one of them things where he just barely touches you and you do a somersault to a table. We should keep moving. James, do you have anything else? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about fucking Steven Seagal beating up uh, like, <laughs> oh, and it's funny we brought up we brought up Chevy Chase because I've always thought Henry Silva at times looks like Chevy Chase. They look like they could be cousins or brothers or something. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's bizarre. Henry yeah. Silva that's, could be. I wonder what the age difference is. I wonder if he could be Chevy Chase's dad. I think they've got to be close to the same. They, they can't be that much different. Right? I don't know. Oh, anyway, could, while James really, finishes up, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, to be, to, be, to, be honest, to be honest, there's really not much more. It's a weird movie because you have the whole thing with the, the Italian mafia and the Colombian mafia fighting against each other. Then you have the whole thing with the drunk cop. And it feels like two movies that were just mushed together. Like, uh, oh, yeah. But I think it happens when you have four writers writing a movie like yeah, this. It's like, yeah. uh, Will this movie be foreshadowing Obama's drone war? <laughs> look, at all, look at that foreskin. Yes. That, the tank. Look yes. at that foreskin. Um, Chevy Chase was born in 43. Silva was born in 28. So they're 15 years Chevy apart. Chevy Chase uh, is almost as old as my dad. Yeah. Well, He's older probably than my dad. just as nice. <laughs> um okay i could i could add a few things um yeah. the uh the fucking mullet at the beginning has to be mentioned uh, that dude was in a seagal that seagal movie he wouldn't wasn't he the bartender in that one I don't, early I don't seagal remember. movie i know and i've he seen was him like, in some stuff hey that, no, that's no, the he was. in here 
that shit. No, like he has that. No, shit, he's the like, guy that always talks. He keeps talking. Yeah, every movie he he's does, got a that guy. He's like, hey man. That feathered oh, fucking mullet. And it fucking when he gets shot, it's awesome because the mullet's oh. like flapping around everywhere. Sorry, spoiler did he alert. Think he that gets... fucking hair look good. No, uh, why did he? <laughs> Maybe well, he did. He was on cocaine. He had probably. to have. I don't think. I guarantee you, they didn't say, "Hey, we want you to grow your hair like this for this movie." He showed up looking like that. And I love that. Uh, I love that the uh, the the. The choice of wardrobe that Chuck Norris goes with to look like a garbage man is wearing a fucking ascot. Yeah, like that looks fucking. Yeah, that looks stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, you know, one thing I remember uh, just because I, when you said that about their their clothes and stuff, they're in Chicago. Pretty much, they're wearing most people. I don't think it wasn't like winter, but they're wearing like jackets and coats all the time. And then when they show that one dude that's on that boat, and Chuck goes and beats up his guy and throws him in the water. There's a chick laying out in the sun in a bathing suit. <laughs> Maybe it was like 60. She was taking advantage of a sunny day in Chicago. It seemed like it. I don't know. Um, what uh, did on the cut that you guys watched? Did when yeah. Chuck Norris hands Farina the the Rubik's cube? What did he say? Do you remember? This thing will make you th- you, you use your brain too much or something. Because like my <laughs> yeah. I have the, the on the DVD it they they change whatever he said. His mouth did not move the right way. He's like, hey, these things will test your head. And I was like, what? And, and I think he must have said they're fuck with your head. And maybe like yeah. I was thinking, I bet I bet Norris wanted, didn't want an f bomb dropped in his. Yeah, he didn't say fuck. Yeah. Or I think maybe what he said was, man, this thing would look good jammed in your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I shove this up your dick, you Norris? <laughs> Um, but the uh, there's a grandmother in it that gets shot, and for some reason she has a fucking bag of celery. I, she had like fucking. Yeah. Now, and whenever, I kept fixating and watching the two things of celery land in the street. As the yeah, people. I think there was three. Now I buy, we'll buy yeah. one bunch of celery because we'll have we'll want to make soup, and the soup will call for like two stalks of celery. Then we won't even eat the rest of it. This bitch had right. fucking. <laughs> she I, had, I, I just thought to myself. I thought it would be cool if, like, Silva would roll up in his car and just open the door, reach out, and pick up the celery and start eating it. (laughs) Snap it off like Bugs Bunny or some shit. God damn, the celery. Don't waste it. It's good. The celery is delicious. Why don't I give you a Cuban necktie? Uh, Uh, How the fuck could they pull your tongue out your neck? Your tongue's long. They could just reach through the hole and pull it right out. I wish they showed it, though. I wish they, because one dude actually gets one. Yeah. And the, um, the the young guy, of course, does the the rookie uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty awesome when Chuck Norris mushes that one dude's face over and over into his coke mirror. Uh, yes, just, <laughs> with the glass. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty neat. And then, um, yeah, then I, you know, I talk Chuck about the bar site. <laughs> he does. I bet you he hates weed big time. Oh He'd probably want to fucking <laughs> smash your fucking face. <laughs> fuck my face. He wanted to. F- I just said fuck my face. <laughs> he wanted to fuck your face. <laughs> Chuck wants to fuck yeah, my face. Anyway, let's just get into our ratings. We've talked enough about this thing. Hipster <laughs> cocksucker. Now suck that cock. <laughs> uh, what, what do you rate it, Zom? Um, it's hard to rate it uh, because, like I said, it's almost like two movies. Um, if they would have stuck to it just being a straight-up straight tough guy cop movie... Mm-hmm. I would have rated it a lot higher. Uh, the goofy, but the goofy stuff uh, with the tank and shit like that. And John Mahoney is in this, and I like him. He's, he's always, yeah. And um, 
he shows up as tank guy demonstrator or something. <laughs> um, he uh, that brings it down. It should bring it down, but it's so goofy that it kind of is entertaining. And yeah. when you know, it's like very eighties. Uh, just a straight up six. Six, and I'm I'm pretty close. James, what do you what do you rate it? No, I was gonna say like I agree with all that. Like I was gonna give it a six point five. It's yeah. it's enjoyable. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And I give it a six point five too. It's a solid movie. Um it's it is it is probably better than most Chuck Norris movies. I like I like some parts of Lone Wolf McQuaid better just because I like I like when he fucking like drinks the beer and drives out of the hole and shit. I think it's pours it all over his chest. <laughs> you know, this movie's rated R and I think if it was when I was watching it, I mean it's got a lot of violence in it, but compared to like Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning Oh yeah, Christ. I mean, this movie should be just, like to me just a PG unless PG they cut it, had a rape scene and they cut it out. Yeah. Anyway, solid movie. Raped her with Silva's like raping her with some celery. He doesn't even take his suit off. Celery He's and just a sharp like, hammer. How do you like that? You know, <laughs> yeah, that yeah that hammer. Uh, anyway, uh, let's take a break. God damn, we're gonna go long today. Uh, let's take a break and come back and do Punisher. Maybe not that long. We might wrap Punisher up in five minutes. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is famous Hollywood producer Robert Evans You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies During my time in Hollywood Like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car On the set of The Getaway Because he was macking on my lady Allie McGraw But I've made one great friend A boffo friend, if you will Since I retired It's called Show Show and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Show Show at showshow.podomatic.com or search Show Show, all one word, in the iTunes store. some karaoke all right next movie of the day punisher 1989 uh, directed by mark goldblatt um uh starring dolph lundgren lewis gossett jr and uh, i never liked this guy jaron crabby <laughs> uh, <laughs> jaron crab god that guy stinks um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've ne- I, I never liked that. I, I can't think of anything I've ever seen him in that I liked him in. I might figure out something. But anyway, um, uh, when Frank Castle's family is murdered by criminals, he wages w- he wages war on crime as a vigilante assassin known only as the Punisher. Ah, uh, James, we're gonna let you lead this time. What did you think of the Punisher? Well, I'm gonna come at it from when I was a. Uh a kid and finally seeing this 
was being promised this film in theaters for a while, and then it never came out, and then came yeah. out straight to uh, straight to video back in nineteen what ninety one, I think. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. I, I didn't see it until right? high school, so. Yeah, it's it's one of those films where I remember as a kid, I when I finally saw it, I'm like, this isn't. I didn't feel like it was the Punisher at all. Like there was no skull on his shirt, and at the time, Dolph Lundgren was just making like these big films, but they weren't doing well. Right. So and, they kept and, failing. Yeah. And then speaking of which this movie, <laughs> uh, when it was made, uh, the reason it might've not ever made it to the theater, it's a comic book movie that came out the same year as Tim Burton's Batman, which yes. might be in the yeah, top, well, top well, five and, movies and, grossing and of all time. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this movie's good. No, no, I like it. I, I, I you know, I've gr- like over, that's the thing over the last you know 20 <laughs> years or so, I went from hating it to now, like, you know, now I like it. It's still the it's only Punisher great. movie I've seen, as I stated on the Facebook group. I've not really? seen, I've not seen either of the two new ones. You gotta oh. see Warzone. Well, I like each. Warzone's just a great, straight up like Garth Ennis style Punisher. Warzone but... is like fucking Punisher is like <laughs> fucking Frankenstein or something. <laughs> <laughs> Frankencastle, badass <laughs> mean. Frankencastle. There but, you go. Oh, well, there's, there's a comic book. No. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, that's so bad. But, <laughs> wait, but wait. it's funny about the bat. There, there is there. Yeah, there is a Frankencastle comic book. Oh, there so. is. Okay, never mind. I take back. Yeah, yeah. Crickets redacted. Good. Yeah, but um, the funny thing about like the whole Batman thing, they actually have the joke in this movie too. Like, who sent you, Batman? It's like <laughs> what? Like while he's oh. being tortured, being stretched, you know. And it that's the thing. Like. He's got the George Michael look going on throughout this movie, and he's and supposedly he's he's in hiding. Yet he he's riding around on a loud bike, the a whole fucking, fucking yeah, movie. like a souped-up Harley or something. And right. he leaves his calling card everywhere. And then when he yes. fucking blows up a house, he stands there while news guys are yes. just filming him. <laughs> hey, there he is! There he is! Hello. Uh, Bye. And he right. walks back yeah. into the house that explodes within ten seconds. Fuck. Hey, he went down a fucking manhole. That's why. But <laughs> he lived in the, the sewers house. with the turtles. Yeah, right, what the fuck? Right. I don't. Yeah, yeah. went down. No, you went down to the toilet. That's why. But <laughs> it, it's a <laughs> it's a weird movie because it's directed by Mark Goldblatt, and it's one of the only two films he ever directed. The year before, he directed Dead Heat with Treat nice. Williams and uh, <laughs> Joe Piscopo. That movie's come up a lot in the groups lately. I feel like. Yes, it has. Right. I don't know what it is, but he's a better editor than. A director. He's mm-hmm. you know, he's edited everything from Rise of the Planet of the Apes, you know, Bad Boys Two. Like he's a big Starship Troopers, Showgirls, True Lies, Rainbow Girls, Blood, Part Two, yeah. Yes. Halloween two. Yeah. Piranha. Yeah. Shit. Commando. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah, he's he's a you know, he's a big time editor, but it shows why, like, after Dead Heat and The Punisher, the only thing he could do was Erie, Indiana. So mm. he went away. But but the but the writer of the film is Boaz or Boz Yakin. Boaz Yakin. Yeah, which sounds like he's puking. But <laughs> he recently did Safe with with uh, Jason Statham, which I actually liked a lot. It was actually a pretty good. Boaz sounds film. like anal gape. <laughs> what? Chuck Norris. Boaz. Uh, oh, Bo. Okay. Bo-ass. Whatever. Yeah, but um, but it's weird because like right away. <laughs> 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 but right away, uh, J- Jerome Crab. When I saw him, I know he's Dutch, and he's playing the worst Italian oh, guy ever. He's like, "What are we gonna do about him?" I'm gonna do like, uh, while you're no. talking here. I'm gonna do a little. I'm gonna yeah. do a little IMDbing and see if I can find something I've liked him in. 
I liked him yeah, I mean, in this Richard Gere, Kim Basinger movie. I think it was called No Mercy. Oh, he was in Deuce Bigelow, nope. European Gigolo. I bet he was awesome in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, continue. Continue. Yeah. No, yeah, no, he, he's also in The Fugitive. I mean, he's yeah, been in a few good ones. That. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he's in Transporter 3 and Deuce Bigelow, European <sighs> Gigolo. He's in the worst Oceans movie, Oceans 12. <sighs> so, yeah, so, so he's shit. So, um, but this, this, <laughs> stinks. Nothing. But There's the nothing. I can't, I don't even, it's probably oh a my nice God. Guy, maybe I need to see all of his Dutch TV work. Maybe I would like him then. Maybe, God damn, he was maybe. in stuff back to the 60s. How old is this motherfucker? 44. Good Lord. Yeah, he's old. Well, he's, he's in old yeah, Chevy I mean, Chase he's, and Zom's dad. Yeah, <laughs> Chevy Chase and my dad could have sex. <laughs> While Chuck Norris filmed well, have, well, yeah, well, yeah well, no, that's the thing, too. Like, he he was in, a, like, you know, Spetters and, and uh, um, Agent, well, Soldier of Orange, you know, Paul Verhoeven films. So he's probably good in those. Wait. Actually, if I remember, he's pretty good in Spetters. If I remember correctly, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's good, but it's got a great trailer. But the Punisher, it's like again, it's a weird character to put because like three times he's come out in film, and three times they've bombed. Right. And I don't get why people don't connect with the cat, you know, with with the character because the Punisher is a simple character. He's he's getting revenge on whatever mafia <laughs> he's a, he's a crime psychopath lords they that have. has unlimited resources. Just, it, yes, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like in this one, especially. He just uh, got fucking bullets everywhere. I've killed 125 people in five years. Work in progress. You know, like, well, I don't think it's, it's, it's bad that they don't one-liners. get behind the character. I just don't think that they, they just don't get behind a bad movie. Maybe, <laughs> but I mean, even Warzone. Warzone was just like, to me, Warzone was what people wanted from a Punisher film finally. But like, Warzone was never put out in the theater, though. I don't think was it. I, I saw it in theaters, but again, I think Did it you? was in limited release. Yeah, I yeah, saw it in theaters, but it was very... Very brief. Well, maybe you know, by that time, you know, they, you know, it was it was uh, you know once once bitten twice shy, but twice. Warzone <laughs> suffered from what what Dread did in the theaters. They right, stuck, right. okay, it's Stallone. That movie sucked. Or why are they redoing it? Right. Instead of You're just right. yeah, you know, they should probably, maybe they should have just released it straight to video. You know, maybe, but like I, I always say, like The Punisher would work probably better in like an HBO TV series. Because then you just have like one one a week, an hour episode where he's going undercover as a mobster yeah. or like the comics. You know, you just have like standalone issues. You know, you don't need this fucking like again. It's the same story every time. Him having nightmares and mm-hmm. this, you know, in this one you don't even see him drinking, but he looks like an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He does. You know, he's like he's drunk. He's the five o'clock shadow is, but he has enough time to shave. Into a five o'clock shadow, though. You know? oh, Jesus. And he also had it time didn't even to... look like five o'clock shadow. It just looked no. like he. They just put like paint on his face or something. <laughs> well, like Hollywood Hogan. Look like Hollywood Hogan. He has time to. He has time to fashion a bunch of like nice uh, skull ended daggers too. And he has yes, time to right, sit like... around fucking buck naked in some for some <laughs> reason some homoerotic. <laughs> his balls hanging out. Man. Yes, I it's saw his balls. <laughs> yes, it's funny you say that because like. I don't know. <laughs> it was every movie Tell at that time. He had to show why that was in there. What did that have to do with the fucking price of eggs in China? That they have to show him fucking naked with his ass crack and his nuts hanging down, I like, like he's meditating or continue? something in the fucking stinky sewer. I ask God, right. do I continue? He still doesn't answer. <laughs> Look at my balls. Fuck yeah. God. <laughs> <me at all. laughs> 
Oh, oh yes. I, I, yeah. The limits of revenge, you know. I guess it just haven't reached mine yet. <laughs> like, it, I mean, it's 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 why we love Dolph Lundgren movies, though, because you yes. know he's it's exactly what he is. Like, he's that limit of bad bad enough actor, but enjoyable. Like, you could tell he's having fun in these shitty films. And yeah. again, this is one that it's just he was looked in a, when he's young. Like, okay, in these movies, yeah. like this one, okay. And I'm a big fan of him now. He's old. He's slow, and he's cool. <laughs> And these, oh, he he looks like I don't know if he was high or what. Do you ever notice he has like the sleepy eyes? Well, he's got and he, 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 he kind of had he kind of had cross eyes a little bit. Yeah, it's like he's half asleep. He's standing there, you know, like motherfucking kill somebody. Let me tell you, he fucking duck lips like crazy when he shoots his machine guns. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> I, I was thinking of Will. I was thinking of Will the whole time. Yes. Like he was oh, nice. <laughs> Duck. Fucking duck lip machine gunning. Oh man! <laughs> He's like, bu- 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 bu. it's like, what are you doing, dude? You don't look intimidating. With the close-ups. Oh, funny. I don't know. Oh, God. But then he in this one, of course, he doesn't have microchip. He has shake, an alcoholic bum. That was a weird choice too. Right? That, <laughs> that, that rhymes. That rhymes. It's, it's like, like everything rhymes. he said was a poem. He's the original. Yeah. Uh, um, like an MC. He's fucking uh, rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. He, he needs yeah. to, he MC needs an auto tuner to work along. <laughs> oh god. He what was oh his name is um Barry what is it? Barry Otto. And you know, he's the guy that's been in everything. He's another one. Like I think he does a lot of voice acting now and shit cuz mm. he looks like shit. He looks worse now. Looks Actually no. he was an, he was an alcoholic. Why was he yeah, even in he, the movie? What point did he play? No, he had like station sidekick dude always every film like in this one he has shake in the thomas jane one he has the fat guy and the the pierced guy and then in finally in the last in warzone he finally oh rebecca romaine yummy but in the last one warzone he finally has microchip yeah it's like oh finally got it right (laughs) you finally realize (laughs) oh wait that's the guy that's been with him the whole fucking time but i know it's it's a weird film because like it starts off with him pretending to be dead which didn't make you know it doesn't make any sense. It's like oh okay, now 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 Castle's dead, and then Louis Gossett Jr. has been trying to find him for the last He's five just years. He love for trying to find him. It, it, I, well, I mean, we well, see that man. it was my family too. Frank, really, Frank? I thought, Frank. Hey, yeah, I thought I yeah. thought I thought Gossett was pretty good. He was fine. He was great. I mean, no, no, he's, no, he's good. He 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 he's a he's a great actor, and he. You could tell, even with shitty lines, he like, come on, no, nobody else can make him beating the shit out of the guy with the pizza and then picking up a slice of pizza and that walking was awesome. away. <laughs> that was awesome. Like, that was like, awesome. Oh, and he stole the his, pizza. His karate technique or whatever movie put on was well, a little suspect. <laughs> a little bit, you know, but but I actually like the. I kind of wish the, you know, what you have like the you know the main villain is Lady Tanaka and she's pretty fucking sadistic oh god i hated for, for i mean like this i hated her as i was supposed to I, when i i don't right, hate right. her like i fucking hate the dutch guy but uh, i know that's when i like to have seen a lesbian scene with her and her uh yes. adopted yeah. daughter yeah definitely well, yeah. and the daughter was badass too yeah. that wasn't no adopted daughter that was a fucking uh that was her chick i think and when she had that that workout gear on with the goddamn like the tights with the thong going up the crack of her ass yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. 
Crabby was in a James Bond movie, Living Daylights. Crabby. That's one of the worst ones. So <laughs> there you go. See? Fuck Crabby. <laughs> Crabby, you stink. <laughs> Jesus, man. You're the guy. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking going to start getting behind it just because you're fucking stomping <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, so, defend yeah, Crabby. Yeah, defend Crabby. But Crabby. Why does it take? It takes some. Um, Luce, uh, Luce I can't be crabby. <laughs> Crab- what is Crabbe? I don't know. I, I, I say crab or crabbe. Well, there you go. That's probably crab. You're probably right. Crab. Although the the e has an accent uh, accent on it, which which crabbe. says that it might need you might need to pay attention to it. Maybe it's crabbe. Well, well any of the the Dutch listeners out there, please <laughs> yes. let us know. Swedes. Swedes, all you no, Swedes, Swedes, let us know how to fucking say K R A B B accented e. Buster Crabbe. <laughs> Buster? Yeah. Buster. Buster Crabbe. Oh, Buster Crabbe. Yeah, okay. But, but I want to know this. Why does it, yeah. why does it take... Why does it take Louis Gossett Jr. five years to think up, oh, he's in the sewers. It takes the girl like 10 seconds. Yeah. Oh, have you looked below? Well, it's, because he oh. fucking, it's because he didn't want to use a computer. He was all anti-technology. Yeah. I know he was a drunk. See, he was a drunk too. And then, and in retrospect, he back. was correct. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. But, all but what I love about mixed. what I love about this film, though, is the fight scenes are actually pretty good. I mean, Lundgren is you know lumbering, but they actually used real martial artists, mar- martial artists from mm-hmm. Japan, instead of stuntmen in most of the scenes. And you could tell because it's like they're actually going up to Dolph, L- and, and Dolph is actually for the most part in those scenes. Like it almost seemed like he was sliding down that one, uh, that one zip line that he stabbed. Oh my god, that guy. was so good! That I was awesome. That. It's like, yeah, that was really cool. The fucking zip line harpoon gun, and the dude just <laughs> there on the end, like the rope, like blah blah blah. And he's just blasting away. I wish he shot that dude that was stuck to the van. That would have been even better. Right, right. Just <laughs> shot him in the head, blew his head off. But, but, but you know, and, and that's the weird thing about this film. It's it's not a good film by any means. Again, it's it's a Dolph Lundgren headliner from that time period like masters of the universe and this yeah and he just wasn't connecting and i mean he, you know he looked i don't know i can't explain it because it's the whole like talking like <laughs> and, but it's not to the stallone to the to stallone extent where you can almost understand him sometimes i have to be like wait what did Dolph just say and he he speaks perfect english it's not like yeah, but in this he one doesn't. he's he's very, i i don't know how old, actually how old Dolph is in this movie mm-hmm. in real life huh uh, that's a good point yeah i'm not sure it's 1989 he's 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 32. kind of yeah that that movie that we reviewed uh, i come in peace you leave in pieces he was yeah. he kind of had a baby face in that and he does in this too they try and make him look meaner with the fucking stupid face paint, which I never realized until I just watched it this time, that he was riding the motorcycle through the tunnels, and when the yes. light was shining down, the face paint was supposed to be in a way to make his face look like a skull. Yes, I know. I didn't notice it either. And I never noticed that the first time I saw it, because we, all we ever said was, you know, why didn't he have the skull on his chest? But this was really early in his career and i just don't think that he was a very good actor at all at this time now you don't see like now 
the reason I like him now is because he has developed this charisma now. He's still not a great actor, but he knows how to play the camera. He knows how to you know use his face yeah. and everything. And back then, he just kind of had that sleepy look. And, he, you know. and, and I, I don't know if he could speak English all that well back then either. You know? <laughs> well, he yeah, had Grace you, Jones sitting on his face every night. Ugh. Hey, well, yeah. I'm not a fan of hers. And I know. The fact well, that he fucked her kind of makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony and Ivory. But no. Um, oh, that's not that. I love I know, the brown. I know. You know, I'm down with the brown. I, I, I know what you Christ. mean. She, she's Oof, a very, she's, um, yeah, she's a very masculine woman. Alien. <laughs> but, I've, I've fucked masculine women before, too. <laughs> she just grosses me out, man. It's I like fuck fucking women my, with my new bowl. But, uh, oh, God. <laughs> I, think, oh, I think Mikey's a fan. I think so. Oh. Well, and so is Sammy, right? Sammy's a fan? Ooh, or was it Will? I, I forgot which one. The, well, anybody that would fucking, I don't know. I was going to bring up Sandra Bernhardt, but, you know. <laughs> I would fuck Sandra Bernhardt over that fucking thing. What about a three-way? You just watch. I, I, I would watch <laughs> Dolph fuck both of them. <laughs> just because I think it'd be cool to watch Dolph fuck. <laughs> See, I'm trying to remember, like, Masters of the Universe was 87. Mm-hmm. Can't believe and, I said that I'm down with the brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's forever. Someone will take that sound clip and uh, not uh, use they it. They don't do that on our show. I know. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, well, you have listeners before they do that. <laughs> if that would have been a GGTMC thing, it'd be like all over the place. Yes, they, they do like auto-tuning it and fucking yeah. a video series. But it's weird. <laughs> Masters of the Universe, he's, <laughs> you know, he speaks pretty well in Masters of the Universe. He just doesn't have many lines. Yeah, he has more lines in. Actually, he has more lines in Red Scorpion and The Punisher, which came out the same year. But yet, The Punisher got moved back, and then Icon Peace came out. So, you know, this was like him trying to stretch his legs from Rocky Four's. You know, I, I will beg you. You know, like okay, you don't need many lines in that movie. And it's weird that he always plays Russians or other everyone but Swedes. You know, like a lot of times he doesn't really play Swedes much. Which is bizarre. So I guess because he has like the Aryan look. Yeah. Almost, yeah. you know. Well, he definitely has that going. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. But I enjoy him. Like, no matter what. Yeah, and I, I agree. Like, now that he's, his face is like, you know, grizzled looking, he, like him and Jean Claude, it makes sense. They're doing better work, especially with the straight to DVD stuff, because it's not bad. Like, mm-hmm. they actually understand. And, and Dolph is smart. He's directing his own yeah. stuff now. And the and ones smart that he guy. directs are, are usually really good. Yeah, exactly. I he mean, not like, uh, yeah, like, I mean, you know, like in, um, when you covered with Metal Mikey, you covered the, uh, in the name of the King movies. Never heard um, of yeah. Uh, Dolph's one, for some reason, Dolph sounds like cookies, cookie crisp. I don't know why. Throughout oh. that whole movie, he's got the, you know, the cookie crisp, uh, bear oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to do this right now. And, and then I realized he does sound like that always. That's Dolph Lundgren. He's the cookie crisp bear. The whole se- every movie, if you listen to him and you think of the cookie crisp bear, like kind of like That's half funny. asleep, you know, he's like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> or it's the honey smacks. Is the honey smacks? The honey smacks bear with his eyes honey half sm- open. Yeah, you're right. That's who it is. Yes. Okay. So someone should. Uh, yeah. Hopefully someone will. I think he's taking know. slow-mo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I mean, <laughs> but, you know, going back to the movie, what I like about it, though, is the only reason the Punisher gets caught. It's because he's, you know, he protects children. Like, he has to go get the children. That, you know, we didn't talk about that. Like, 
Lady Tanaka, the re- the way she actually gets back at the the mob bosses is, I'm gonna steal your children. Right, right. And that's a good, and that's a smart way. You know, they make her more evil, and you actually almost sympathize with the mobsters, which is even weirder. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Uh, a crabby. I was, <laughs> I thought when him and when Krabby and uh, uh, Dolph teamed up, you know, and. Yeah. He saved Dolph a couple times, and Dolph saved him a couple times, you know, and they gave his, each other that look, that nod, yeah. like, you know, thank you, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. When I how, ter- how terrible was uh, was Krabby's fucking denim jacket? Oh, yeah. God. Uh, she looked, like, looked like my dad in the 80s. Uh, like, it was padded uh, and everything. It was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, stonewashed. Yes. Oh. Yes. I used to have a pair of jeans like that. And they were pegged at the bottom, like at the elastic. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, Do they have pleats, too? Huh? They have pleats, pleats. also? No, 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 no. no. They, they, were, they were almost like uh, Zubaz is what they were kind of like when you <laughs> yeah. wore them. And the top didn't even have like a belt or anything. They had like the elastic uh, big kind of waistband thing. <laughs> top. I wore them with my high tops. Nice. I, used to wear, I used to wear Zubaz pants. And, yeah. I, and, and that's before I realized that the Road Warriors created them, right? <laughs> yeah, and Dan, yeah. And Dan yeah. Marino. And Dan Marino. <laughs> uh, they're awful. Like, uh, Dan Marino created him when he was doing having a coke binge. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's really not His much. Pants look good. <laughs> yeah, what a rush. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not really much to say. I mean, there's good action scenes. Like I like the one in the. Uh, for some reason, it's called Coney Island, but it doesn't look like New York. Of course, you know, like Where that Coney Island filmed? area. This seems like I don't know, right? It seems California. Did he think he was going to sneak up on them right. in the amusement park when, while riding the goddamn? Right. The hog. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. And and it's weird because you have him go in and then all like the ninjas, basically the ninjas from the Yakuza yeah. clan, come. they're sliding down. It's almost comical. They're sliding down with guns, but they're not even hitting him it was at filmed all. In, it was filmed in Sydney, Australia. That looked really? like yeah. when they were sliding down the big slide thing, the ninjas <laughs> shooting. If they would have played that banana splits, la, 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 la. Because at the beginning that of that, funny. You know, they were yeah. at King's Island. They'd slide down on those things. Yeah, but but it's yes. weird, though, because you have him, like, fight him all, and then he, like, it was weirdly cut because you have him then run away, and then he's on the hog again. Yeah. Like, where did he even <laughs> leave that? You know what I mean? I, and like, he's <laughs> I like when Dolph fights, like, uh, Asian people because he looks like Godzilla yes. or Andre the Giant, and they're, like, wee little, and he's going, he's, like, crashing, like, Mitchum through those fucking He literally paper does. The paper shit. walls, yes. he just, like, walks right through them. Especially yeah, he, and like when he fought the chick. Oh when, God! You know, yeah, yeah. Just she was hot, around. He, he was, and, and that was a violent death too. That was a violent death. Out. It was actually that's and that I was surprised because I don't know how old she was supposed to be. She looked very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know she was in her teens supposedly, and just breaks her fucking neck. It's like okay, next. He, ne- he <laughs> never actually yeah. lands a punch or a kick though. No, no. I thought he that, but I mean, he does well, with he everybody else. Boots on that had these big giant like kiss. Fucking motorcycle boots or something. He had hot top. He had hot topic hot boots. Hot topic on. boots. He did. Yeah. yeah. he wasn't wearing Jenkos also. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and a wallet chain. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. my natural black hair. <laughs> yeah. That hair looks was, stupid. Man. It looks stupid, Jesus. but at least it was. It, you know, at least it wasn't feathered like it was in uh, Masters of the Universe. Oh. <sighs> oh, God. You know, yeah. and 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 to me, it didn't look like. Now, when was Masters of the Universe made? Uh, 87. So two and years that was before this one. 
Yeah, yeah. Dolph must have been cycling off steroids for Punisher because mm-hmm. his upper body just looked more normal. He's still real big. But, you know, goddamn, when he was in Rocky and Masters of the Universe, oh. he was so jacked. Yeah. And uh, in this one, he just, you know. And, and I, the way it was shot, it seemed like it was shot in a very, like, uh, a very comic book like style. Definitely. You know, yeah. it, not, it, it didn't no. seem like it was shot like Spe- it, it was supposed to be like real. Speaking or, of which, the, the, the opening credits with those, uh, you know, kind oh, yeah. of the bullseye that comes out, that, yeah. I feel like that was aped off of a TV show, but I could not remember what show that was. It felt like a James Bond beginning, actually. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, way, the way it was like the different colored, like concentric circles with the different like action, you know, in as a you know mono, monochrome color on each ring. Right. That was that was in a TV show, and I cannot remember what it was. That female pop was none too attractive. No, it wasn't that no. she was ugly. She no. wore like mom pants and had mom hair and was just yeah. Mm. Yeah, nope. I mean, she wasn't. That's the thing. She wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't ugly, but she wasn't. Anything special, you know? It's like, oh, she's not. A I would have watched Lewis Gossett fuck her though. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's, yeah. A theme, that's a theme while, of the while day. eating pizza. You know, eating eating a slice of pizza while doing it. Him and Dolph fucking her. It's be like the X Men <laughs> uh, dirty comics I sent Loaf the other day. <laughs> right. Ooh, strange, that strangely turned me on for some reason. Did you see? It? Did you send those to Mikey too? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Wow. Well, they were pretty fucking. That's good artwork too. Well. That, yeah, I shouldn't talk because I was I was looking at friggin' uh, Scooby Doo porn the other day. Well, so. they had a porn, <laughs> an animated porn of X Men, and like really? Wolverine's having a threesome with Storm and Rogue, and when oh. he's getting ready to come, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> like a wolf!" <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. How's the animation? It, it, it was a kind of uh, like hentai kind of animation. Okay, okay, but still, well, it was good. You know, hurried. <laughs> <laughs> but I and mean, it's the, really in the in the stuff that I sent Loaf um, Storm is using enhanced interrogation techniques against Mystique. Okay. Like she's got a ball gag in her mouth and she's fucking <laughs> her with a dildo, doggy style. And <laughs> then, right. and you know how Mystique is a shapeshifter. Like she, she's changing. We speak, while we were speaking about like Lady Boys, she makes Mystique grow a dick and balls <laughs> <laughs> for <laughs> use. For use, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. That's pretty smart, actually. What? What fucking if? Well, you know, I'm thinking, what if, like, in between fucking her, like her, like you know, she goes from a vagina to a dick, like just inside. You know what I mean? Like, still there, you know? Would you yeah, get no, stuck? I, mean, I don't know. Like, it'd be weird. Like, well, what if she makes her dick really big? Vagina. Right, right. So then right. you would just have a big dick with a giant urethra on the end, <laughs> <laughs> was, like sticking a hot dog in a bun or something. <laughs> taking a blanket. <laughs> like a pig, so, yeah, pig a, I was going to say that. Picking a blanket. Picking a blanket. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyway, we're going on too long. So, uh, the, yeah, so to punish her. Um, yeah, that's really. <laughs> that's all I have to say. For now, so. Did he say I punish the guilty in this? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I punish the guilty, and as a result, the innocent must suffer. Like what? Yeah. Shut up, the, Jake. The um. I don't know what the body count of this one was. It seems like there was a ton, ton of people it's just dying high. left and right. But the, uh, I mean, in the first six minutes, you have a dude stabbed with his like boot knife thing, one thrown over a balcony, one hanged, another stabbed in the back. It's like, holy shit, that's where this is going. Um, it does slow down, but then it just goes in bursts after that. Um, the henchmen are 
the henchmen they show, especially on the mob side, that's why you talked about last time, the bad mafia. You get some really bad ones here with the one dude they call on the car. And I laughed out loud at this one, but he's, they call him on the, on the I, I guess it's just the radio. And he's like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then just the, the katana just flies through the windshield of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. But um, that was a cool little action sequence there that he was kind of a third party to. You know, that's a... That's kind of a, a funny thing that uh, the uh, that both of these movies ended up being kind of our main hero is stuck between two warring mob yeah. factions. Um, yeah. But the uh, Lewis Gossett making fun of the computer when he says, "What are you going to do with that? Play against Pac-Man or something?" Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, Frank Frank had fifty-four on-screen kills in The Punisher. Jesus, ninety-six in the whole film because of all the. You know, the, the Yakuza killing. Thing, yeah. How many yeah. did they say he had killed on the news? 125. 125. 125, 125 and then and 50 in this movie. In, the, in like two days, he kills yeah. 56. Yeah. I know, he, he was trying to match his record in like in, in a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the earring darts are kind of silly, but I thought I thought they were pretty cool the, the, with yeah. the, the one chick. Um, the, um, now, he drives, when he driving the, he's driving the bus... That had to have been the most maneuverable bus ever because he continues yes. to ram this car over and over again by just pressing the gas of the bus. I don't know I if know. this truck was just going like 20. but the Hey, bus- you missed my stop. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, you missed my stop. Oh, sorry. But it, he does Get send the truck into a double truck explosion, which was pretty cool. So, What kind of truck was that it ran into? Was it like a... I forgot what it said on the side. Was it a a, a pest control truck? It was a pest control, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. of course, the chemicals blew up really well. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and Dolph was controlling the pest himself. Cockroaches. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was disappointed in the lack of mustaches in the movie, but there was one yeah. yak as a henchman that did have one. He kind of peeked through the vent at, at Dolph, and pu- Dolph punched yes. through the vent into his face. Right. He, how, stupid is, how stupid is that guy? He goes, psst. Oh, let me go look. I would have just shot. Uh, Well, you know, maybe he thought somebody was going to give him some juicy gossip. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, I mean, you know, despite being a comic movie, they still make it pretty dark. I mean, you know, with the putting the, you know, the gun in the dude's mouth, like in front of his kid and everything. And the Punisher can't can't be anything but dark because I mean the basic concept is he well, just yeah. fucking kills his family's people. dead and he's killing everybody that yeah. even like breaks a law um, and, and I was surprised just back to that really quick before I to kick it over to Zom the um, the when he didn't like there's even kids getting punched in this movie but for some reason he never punches a woman I was like after all of what I've just seen for some reason yeah I thought that was weird I was, I was surprised I was like oh he's gonna punch this sh- oh oh didn't happen he broke her neck. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and, yeah. And, and he stabbed the other one in the face. So <laughs> the, fly, the flying, like, punching's too good for you, cunt. <laughs> Zom, do you have anything else? Um, I just thought that the the uh, the the relationship between Lewis Gossett Jr. and Frank was, I, I mean. It's like, you know, I got a lot of friends. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe they were like, this was like the end of Watch Guys. And if we would have seen them riding around and being partners and yeah. they just become so close. But it's like, God damn, man. You know, what, what, Frank, I, Frank. That was pretty dumb when he was on the roof. But, I, yeah. you know, I yeah. thought it was good. Like, I thought he was really good when he was yelling, like, let me in at him, like, shaking yeah. and slapping him in the face. Hey, it was a good scene. Man. 
It was. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was a little bit. St- I don't. It just fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Punisher has no friends. Uh, do you have anything else then besides it? I got no family. I'm gonna got no more fucking notes on this. Yes, where's my war van? I'm in the <laughs> war zone. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I wish. Uh, you know, I mean, I know you didn't have time or whatever, but uh, I wish that we could have gotten into the discussion of the classic discussion. Dolph, Thomas Jane, or Warzone. Yeah, you know, yeah. My personal opinion is Warzone trumps all three. Okay. I loved it. Um, there was some stuff in it that was a little bit, you know, with, uh, you know, I like Looney Bin Jim and uh, LBJ and um, and uh, Jigsaw, even though Jigsaw people. I'm, kind of yeah, I'm Jigsaw. Fun of, yeah. Hey, I'm Chigua. <laughs> uh, they they kind of made fun of you know Dominic. Uh, was it Dominic Cooper? No, no. Um, shit. I always forget his name. Something. Fuck. The one from The Wire and Three Hundred. That's the one I got. I confused him last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominic, yeah, Dominic West, Cooper, right? Yeah, that's what? funny. But anyway, um, in their own way, like I think that Warzone, like you said, uh, when Romita Jr. was drawing, when Warzone first started up the comic, that was kind of the style. It was really hot, you know, super violent and everything. Whereas I think Thomas Jane's was more uh, like, you know, uh, I don't know if it's War Journal or whatever. There's been several Punisher books, and they all have their diff- whoever writes them has you know uh, how they interpret them and everything. But um, I th- this movie just kind of uh, when I first saw it, I remember you know really being a defender of it and thinking you know that it was really good and okay he didn't have the skull on his chest and I would have liked to have seen that but I thought it was really good. Uh, I was a lot younger then. Uh, now I just think Dolph was not the right person. Physically, he's big and everything, and that and that works. But I think that he wasn't that good of an actor at the time. Uh, and um, just the way that they made him look, he looked fucking like shit. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. He just he looked the his hair and and uh, the that fucking shit on his face. Uh, I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. But I but but I can I think watching this. Uh, you can't compare it to movies now, right. but I was just reading an article in Paris Cinema Magazine where they were talking about Speed Racer and how uh, the Wachowski brothers wanted it to have a comic book feel, mm-hmm. like you're actually reading a comic or you know how the style of the comic. And I, th- I got that in this. I thought it was, uh, to me, even though it has a lot of killing in it, I think if I was you know a teenage boy, I, I, would like, I like it a lot more. Uh, and now I'm just kind of like, eh, I, I could see it more as a comic book kind of a thing, uh, and not, uh, I don't know what, you know, it, yeah, yeah. it's like a, more of a serious kind of a thing. Um, but it kind of knocks it down. I, and I, like I said, I'm, I'm, everybody knows I'm a huge doll fan, but uh, a lot of his stuff when he's young like this, I just, eh, I just don't think he's that, as, as good of an actor. And I think it really shines through. That's fair. Uh, we can get to our ratings here. James, what do you think? Um, yeah, you know, I agree. Like, Warzone is, to me, the best 
representation of the character. This one, I still enjoy it. And Thomas Jane, when I enjoy as it, it's like a Western, in my opinion. But yeah. Yeah. this one, I would say, I give this a solid six. I still enjoy it. You know, it's, it's lacking in the acting department, but the violence is there. And yeah. some of the one-liners are... <laughs> I think it says this movie was originally, originally banned in South Africa. I wonder why. Yeah. It's because that uh, Louis yeah. Gossett Jr. was allowed to pop and speak. <laughs> he was given That's a role of authority. Piece wow. of shit. <laughs> Zom, what do you what do you rate? It? Um, I would rate this four point seven five and I give it a six point seven five this has nostalgic value for me I saw yeah, this. It, does, it does and yeah. and watching it it wasn't like like a real grind to watch or anything yeah, I, I smile when I watch it still um and you know I've, I I seeked it out to review before I still saw the other two so that still says something about how it works for well, me you gotta watch them in order <laughs> that's true <laughs> gotta get the story right yeah um but I mean, I, I I like this one. Um, I you know, I still think it's a solid movie, and the you know the the level of violence in it is pretty crazy for a comic book movie. Granted, you know it does follow the character. I'm not read, and I wonder. I kind of wonder if I read more com- more Punisher comics, if I would have a different opinion of it. I've never read a lot of Punisher at all, so I don't. You know, maybe what I know of Punisher, I just know from Dolph Lundgren. It got can- it's gotten canceled a couple of times, and they always yeah. bring it back. Yeah. The character's a great character. Marvel so, got the the character back for the movies too so who knows yeah. when we'll see the next oh, cool. one but, cool. but at least marvel has it now so might right. be better well uh let's take a break and ooh, mark sorry. Wahlberg is the punisher <laughs> 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 uh let's take a break and come back and do some feed sack we'll be right back yay when you're watching movies are you sick of remakes reboots reimaginings Reinventions and Reese Witherspoon. Are you fed up with movies where giant robots try to remake Enter the Dragon? Do you think that torture porn is vastly inferior to 1970s drive-in porn? Do you find Botox actresses with fake tits and action heroes with no chest hair a turn-off? Do movies where no single shot lasts more than two and a half seconds piss you off? Yeah, me too. That's why I do Paleo Cinema Podcast. A podcast for films more than 20 years old. So if you think the Cicerys is a guy and the Myrna Loy is a kind of metal, you need Paleo Cinema Podcast. Go to paleo-cinema.com and do yourself a favour. They play that on uh, Sam Cedar's Majority Report. Oh, yeah? Tommy Pinko stuff. God, you're such a lib. Love that song. 
Alright, let's pause this shit. Get through some feedback. Alright. Uh, we got we actually got an email from a new what? feedbacker this week. A nude feed sacker has emailed us. Nude? Is he, it Stallone? No. It's, it's his, his mother. It's Luke. It's his Luke. Um I said, hey, what's up, Silver and Gold Podcast? I'm Luke hey, from Luke. Virginia, a first-time feedbacker or feed sacker. I recently discovered your show, and I'm really digging it. I've been, what is wrong with you? I've been catching up on the back catalog of Silver and Gold episodes, and it's safe to say that right now I'm hooked on it. Your show is both entertaining and satisfying to my interest in genre cinema. I particularly enjoyed episode 72, the William Peterson episode, where you review Manhunter. Um, I'm excited for your upcoming review of Lundgren's Punisher. Yeah! I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the Punisher and all three movie adaptations. I, I especially love, uh, or I specifically love the most recent Punisher movie, Punisher yes. Warzone, which is really yeah. really campy and disgusting, but overall a fun, entertaining comic book movie. It's a painfully flawed movie, nevertheless amazing for what it is. Uh, there's a great scene involving Castle on a rooftop dispatching three parkour meth heads, which is priceless. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> uh, anyways, I just wanted to shoot this email to you, let you know I'm loving the show. I'll continue to throw some feed ba- feeds. I almost said feed sack. I'm like, I, I just in my brain now. I'll continue to throw some feedback your way in the future. Keep up the fantastic work. Is he? Sh- are we sure he's listening to this show? <laughs> it's not confusing with something else. Yeah, we'll cool. forward it over to uh, Jumpin's Guide. Hey, we'll never read it. Uh, thanks, Luke. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some, uh, we got a, yeah, these. Stone Cold Steve Austin doesn't like being <laughs> called out by a punk Hollywood bitch like Sylvester Stallone. What? You see, Stallone, when I broke your neck on the Expendables, that was a message to the rest of the crew and everybody else that Stone Cold Steve Austin is there and he's going to whip ass. You see, Austin didn't do that. Oh, he got cut off. Uh, what? Next. Don't like go Steve Austin sees what's going on here. <laughs> you see, Sylvester Stallone, his buddies, were silver and gold, Zalman Loaf. So, of course, they're going to immediately cut off Stone Cold when he starts his rant, or all Sylvester Stallone, when he does his comeback. You see, Stallone, you're going to run your mouth like a little bitch on last week's episode about how Stone Cold Steve Austin came out of the set of Expendables and disrespected you by spilling beer everywhere, which, for the record, that's how Stone Cold does business. Uh- oh. <laughs> Sorry, Stone what Stone Cold Steve Austin's <laughs> going to do is he's going to go over to Silver and Gold Silver and Gold headquarters. I'm sorry, I'm a little flustered right now after being cut off two times in a row. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Silver and Gold headquarters and I'm going to drink some beer. I'm going to do exactly what I did on the expendable set. I'm going to pour beer all over. I'm going to leave my mark. I'm going to whip some ass and I'm going to break some necks. And I'm going to do it a hell of a lot worse because you know what I got to do? I did exactly what Stallone is. I thought Owen Hart in that scene where he broke my neck at SummerSlam 1997. May he rest in peace. But I remember when he broke my neck at SummerSlam 97. So I thought of Stallone. And I thought of that moment. And I accidentally broke his neck. And I'm going to do it again at Silver and Gold headquarters. But this time it's going to be intentional. And then I'm going to go down to Hollywood, California. I'm going to break it up. 
Sylvester Stallone's house, that little pissy bitch is house. Austin's gonna walk in and he's gonna open up a can of whip ass after opening up a can of beer and making his mark and spilling all over the place. And once again, with his tiny little neck that is infused with big steroids, I'm gonna watch those little veins pop. I'm gonna hit him with a stunner, break his neck, hit him with another stunner, break his neck again, and hit him with one more stunner. And I'm gonna call up my buddy Kurt Angle. He's gonna come on down there for Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania, or I'm sorry, Orlando, Florida, that's where it resides now, because that some wrestling quote from actually called TNA, I don't know what the fuck that is, but he's going to come down there, and he's going to laugh at Stallone, and he's going to say, you know what, Stallone, and pull your blood, complaining that your neck has been broken, and you can't continue to film a stupid action movie that wasn't even good, so my buddy Stone Cold started in it, and that's why the sequel was not good, Zob knows it, everybody else, even the people like the Cinemascus who say it's good, they know it's not good, because Stone Cold wasn't in it. And what he's going to do, he's going to look at this Stallone's face, he's going to laugh again, he's going to say... I won an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. I wrestled in the main event of WrestleMania 19 with a broken freaking neck. Miles, somebody. Talk Miles, about freaking going like all. Angle <laughs> where where did this come from? Where did this start? What was he talking about at the beginning? I'm just being polite he's and I'm being playing it the way that he would oh, speak. Okay. And he's going to say, my buddy Stone Cold Steve Austin, he suffered a broken neck at SummerSlam 97. It didn't take him long to come back. I didn't Open think up can with that. You had a Kurt Angle movie. <laughs> WF title. You see, and he's gonna say, "Quit your little belly aching, quit your stupid working out and injecting steroids up your ass in your underwear with your buddies." Who I should have. All I'm so cool with you guys because you're the ones that got all the time. We have fun drinking beers, working out, and just raising hell. Aaron's got me ready to watch Spartacus. Stick up his ass. What I'm going to do is going to take that stick out of his ass. I'm going to shove my foot up his ass, stop a mud hole in and hit him with one more stunner because that's the way that Austin does it. And that's the bottom line because Stone told said so. What? What? Next voice mail. <laughs> hey, there you go. Is this a rebuttal? Yes. Uh, you guys do a fucking karaoke competition. Oh my fucking God, please. From my personal theme tune. You know the fucking song that was in my Rocky movies. The greatest action movies of all time. Besides Expendables. Sorry, the tiger. Uh, fucking, I'm gonna be entering that competition. You can fucking guarantee it on that. I ain't got time to do it now. Though. I'm fucking, I'm busy guy. I got fucking little shit to do with my new movie. Put it in the head. Um, but when I get a spare chance, I'll be fucking, I'll be ripping that one a new one. Fucking, but yeah, the reason why I called is, uh, this fucking, you know, I just fucking, thought that with the fucking karaoke competition when I win it, um, <laughs> fucking you guys can fucking make an occasion fucking have my movies reviewed. Because, you know, you guys haven't reviewed any of my movies yet this year. What the fuck's that about? You guys fucking, you need to review Sly. What the fucking month, man? Fucking, I'm fucking, I am silver and gold. You know, uh. Sly? People are like, Sly, yeah, Sly, he's fucking silver gold, he's fucking, <laughs> the same thing, fuck, fuck yeah, fucking, 
fucking Henry Silver, fucking Dolph, you know, they're both good guys, but they ain't sly, they ain't got a big dick, and fucking, you know, they ain't got the muscles and sly, that's Dolph's pretty, pretty muscular, but, you know, he's no sly, you know, fucking, so yeah, you should probably fucking review my, uh, Rocky movies, and, uh, yeah, you could probably, um, review my, uh, Rhinestone movie. Because I'm oh, no. singing that, so when I'm singing and winning the karaoke competition, <laughs> you fucking, you love, fucking review my rhinestone, talk about how great I am in that. And like I fucking called it before, it got Dolly Parton, she got big fat titties, man. Fucking, <laughs> oh, fuck, man. You guys fucking love looking at that. You probably jerk off watching her and watching me and my muscles. You know, it's fucking something for everyone. I fucking sing, you know. <laughs> but why do you create a monster? You know, that fucking song. So fucking, you know, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's locked in. You're gonna fucking, and that's the karaoke, and do my movies. Fucking Rhinestone and the fucking Rocky movies, all six of them. Uh, fucking, it's gonna be good times, man. Fucking Sly and fucking Stallone. You know? Sly and yeah. Ah, <sighs> 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 oh, great. <sighs> I don't know if this is going to be an advertisement or not. I hope so. I do too. Uh, that that would be good if Sly wins the voicemail. Uh, the voicemail. The uh, the karaoke contest will definitely review Rhinestone in another Sly movie. Um, even if he doesn't, maybe we'll review it anyway. Fuck it. Next voice. Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, what's up, guys? This is uh, the back of Force Whitaker's neck. Uh, I just want to give neck. you guys uh, a lot of props, man, for constantly bringing up like made for uh, DVD action films, man. Um, I- I'm just really happy to hear when you guys are talking about your recently watched. I'm happy to hear like discussions about Maximum Conviction and uh, the Scott Atkins movies, uh, One in the Chamber, the Dolph movies. I think it's I think it's awesome that you guys talk about these films. Uh, I'm, I've always been a huge fan of Made for DVD action. And, and last week you guys brought up, uh, you guys always, I'm happy to hear, bringing up the two last Universal Soldier movies, which I, which I especially think Regeneration insanely, was insanely overlooked when it came out. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think by that point, and then released so many awful straight to DVD movies, as we know. Oh, and then fucking, watching that, that second, was like a revelation. Of, Holy the, shit! The second this Universal is a Soldier good was awful. Movie. Yeah. And you guys were talking about. I think Tom was talking about Dolph Lundgren's performance last week, and I think it's Dolph Lundgren's best fucking performance, man. Um, I don't know because I think it, whatever he did in that kind of piece, and I think it's just. I think uh. he just he's actually acting <laughs> in that role. I think it's his best uh, performance in a movie. Definitely. I don't know if it's I like the really Tyler Durden Monics performance yeah. as being great, but I thought the performance in Regeneration was awesome. Oh, and I really thought the Day of Reckoning is not as good, but I think it's for like a made for DVD movie with Van Damme and Dolph. I thought it, it kind of actually blew me away, man. It's like almost into the void meets Apocalypse Now. I mean, I still <laughs> think it's a great made for DVD action film. And the other made for DVD action movie I thought was good this year. Well, I don't know if it was really made for DVD. Uh, it was part of that action, uh, After Dark action, because I wasn't a big fan of Dragon Eyes. I wasn't a big fan of Stash House, but I watched El Gringo with Scott Atkins, and 
I mean, I don't think it's a brilliant movie or anything, but I found it to be my, that was like the most entertaining straight to DVD action movie I saw last year. Cause I just found it to be just, you know, I found it to be a pleasant surprise because I guess when I sit down and watch these movies, I'm always expecting the worst. So when you see something halfway decent, you're like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. you know, it's no maximum conviction, which, which is really difficult for me to sit through. You know, I mean, I mean, I think we talked about it on Facebook, uh, you know, I thought it was hilarious. The best part of that movie was every time Seagal talks to Stone Cold Steve Austin, he turns into a black man for some reason. Those are the best Wait, points what? of that movie, but besides that, the movie is yeah. really difficult to get through. But something like El Gringo, I found like a really entertaining movie all the way through. But anyway, I guess my point was uh, just giving you guys props for always supporting, you know, made for DVD action. I think it's really awesome that you guys do that, and uh, like you know, and you guys have such an awesome show. So anyway. All right, guys. Another confused Better. listener. What? Hmm. Has no idea what show he's calling. Uh, does Neck live up in your area, James? I, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure where he I lives because I don't know if he lives nearby. I'm in Brooklyn, so if he lives in the, any the, of the, where's the, the, the three boroughs. Two three, where's the 323 area code? Is that near you? No, 323? Yeah. Not sure what that is. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just totally uh like spoiled his game all over the all over the airways for our 23 listeners we've, we've yeah. gone we've gone up we've gone up with luke right. adding luke in uh virginia from luke, luke from virginia uh we we got to be up to like 22 23 listeners now so awesome We're hitting, yeah hitting the big time that's more than david what koresh had is a very happy 75th of you guys <laughs> and in the moment of serendipity and I shit you not, pun intended, <laughs> I sat down. No, I didn't sit down. I was about to sit down, unbuckled my pants, was pulling my diesel jeans down around my ankles, about to shit. <laughs> what pops up on my phone? An alert. It says Alex Ladd checked in on me, so to punish her for the show. <laughs> it reminded me to call you guys. I don't know. Now I'm calling. I'm shitting. I love you. <laughs> Kisses and hugs from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get some J&B. I don't know Mikey was in Canada. <laughs> that was a weird Rocky impersonation. They had too. fucking telephones up there. <laughs> it was one of the old-timey ones with the crank on the side. Yeah, at the, at the general store. Gladys, could you connect me to... Oh, that's it for the feed sack. Oh, awesome. Yay! James, uh, I thank you very much for holy yeah. shit. Look at the picture that Keith Squires just posted on our group. Uh, thank you very much for uh, being on the show today. Um, would you time. like to to plug your various ventures in podcast world? Sure. Yeah. Um, easy enough. CriterionCast.com. You know, always recording. We just did uh, an episode on a silent film that I'd never heard of called Lonesome, which is amazing. So if you can check it out, it's. It's basically all about New York City, but it's in like 1928, and it hasn't changed much. There's there's certain there's certain shows that I will always associate with certain things. For some reason, Criterion Cast. As soon as I think of it, I remember driving into the parking deck, going to see Louis C.K. listening to an episode of your show. So whenever I really? whenever I hear Criterion Cast, it makes me think of going to see Louis C.K. I wonder what I wonder what episode you were listening to. It was probably worse than the uh, Louis C.K. show. <laughs> I, I, I I do not remember what the review was in that episode. So. Hmm. 
But either way. But and cineawesome.com, which we finally got up and running again this new year. So yeah, so if you like what we're doing here, Cine Awesome is pretty much the same thing. It's uh, they actually started before us. They you guys, I guess, haven't recorded as many episodes because you've kind of no. had a few hiatuses in there. And um, but but the, it's the same kind of thing. The double feature genre film. So you like we never this, have Daddy? a hiatus. No, we don't. Fucking hey. anyway. Continue. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. And um, whenever I get off my ass and um, start it up, I'm going to be doing a small screen cinema, which is a going to be a made-for-TV movie podcast slash nice. hopefully a book at some point. Excellent. So cool. I mean, if, I mean, if, like I joked with Justin, if he can write a book, so can I? <laughs> I love <laughs> Lifetime movies. Wait, who was that again? I, I love Lifetime movies. Uh, I, well, I, I might have to. Like, if someone gives me a bunch to review, Rob Lowe is Drew Peterson. <laughs> That's a good one. It's actually one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, so, so since uh, uh, and I want to remind everybody again, we do have the uh, karaoke contest going on. Uh, we want to hear your rendition of "Eye of the Tiger." Um, so we didn't get into this week. So not surprising, but <laughs> um, a good ten percent of our listeners have already submitted <laughs> uh, submitted uh, uh, entries, but. Um, and also, uh, since James did not choose the films this week, uh, since we just asked him to be on, we uh, uh, let him choose the films we're going to cover next week. Um, so he wanted us to review a couple of... We're going to do a um, uh, Sleazy Defoe double feature. Um, uh. We're going to do uh, a very early Willem Defoe and a very early Catherine Bigelow film, uh, The Loveless from 1982. Um, I think uh, Defoe probably saved his uh, leather pants from this to use again in Streets of Fire <laughs> a couple years later. Um, and then we're going to do a David Lynch film, Nicolas Cage, Laura Dern. I was talking about her this week. Uh, and uh, Willem Dafoe and Diane Ladd, no relation. Uh, Wild at Heart uh, from 1990. So, should Laura Dern, hot or not? Hot. I I'll say hot. not. I'm not a fan. Uh, now, in this movie... She was Ooh. hot. As she's gotten yeah, older, yeah. not so much. She had some sensuality. Yeah. And cool with Bruce Dern. So, yeah. Wild at Heart and Loveless next week. You can always send us feedback to 206-339-1600 or silvagoldpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes or our website, silvaandgold.com, and uh, our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash silvaandgold. Slash. Slash, slash. Um, I think that's about it. James, do you have anything else this week, sir? Uh, no, not at all. And Zom? <laughs> yes. Zom. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, until what? next week, this is Lofoot. <laughs> do it, do it. James Oot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>